0: Hello and
1: welcome back to XBase, where I'm on a boat. I'm Michael, and I'm Oxy. It's it's no better a second time. Let me tell you, if you're new around here, <laughs> welcome. We're a podcast that talks almost entirely about old school RuneScape. I say almost because we tend to get off on tangents quite frequently. And I promise you, at least once, we will talk about RS3 today. It's only for a little bit, but we will talk about it very, very, very briefly. If you're not new around here, Michael and I were recording for about 15 minutes before I realized my OBS wasn't picking up any audio, so we restarted. And I promise you, the I'm on a boat intro was no better the first time. The recording booth chat is absolutely lighting us up. This is why we can't have nice things is the TLDR, and we're going to get rolling with it again. So, Michael, how's how's your week, Ben? <laughs> That's been good. I was Like like are not good
0: the second time. <laughs> it's thriving. a good intro, man. We're, we are driving. <laughs> so good. I am doing I'm doing swell. I'm doing swell. It's, it's been a good week for me. I mean Brew Life, RuneScape, they've been good. Uh in the game, I mean I'm still I'm still pushing towards Song of the Elves requirements. I just I just got all my bars smithed. So if you've not done Blast Furnace as a low-level iron man, it's like, it's all right. I wouldn't do it without a, uh, without a coal bag though. I did it with a coal bag and it was really nice. Mm -hmm. I made, I made like a thousand steel bars and like 4,000 mithril bars. And I only needed like 750 or something. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be, it's going to be good. But I got, I'm at 64 smithing. I only need what, what is that? Six more levels. And then five more herb lore levels. And then my construction grind. But I'm hoping... Actually, I'm hoping that when I finish Giant's Foundry, that I'll have enough money, close to, close to enough money, to be able to like pay for all the planks that I need for construction. Because mm-hmm. I'm 51, and I need about, I think, almost two mil, probably, to make all the teak planks. But 70 construction is going to be nice. To be able to have like, all the stuff that we normally have to go to tmd's house for mm-hmm. in my house so that i don't have to like hey tmd can you log in so i can go to barrows i don't have the magic level obviously but there are certain things you could put in his button, house though. isn't it like 80 something no that's 83 but you can still boost for it i'm pretty sure okay i need you to go do slayer and i need you to get an imbued heart that would be amazing tiki in the recording booth chat says you cannot boost for uh nexus oh but you can for the regular portals yeah we don't have a nexus
1: um, houses, are pretty, can for the regular houses are pretty jank as an Iron Man. There's like four portal rooms, just like chilling. It's pretty great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I've got, I actually have a portal in my house right now. it's I've got the Karend Castle, which if you ever are doing Slayer and I'm online, you don't have that one. And then the Salve Graveyard, which is a pretty close teleport to uh, a fairy ring. But um yeah, the gains have been good. I've not logged to my main account. So nothing is, literally, nothing has happened on that account. I can't even remember the last thing I was doing. I'm closing in on a lot of like the Grandmasters. I did Monkey Madness last week. I'm planning on doing Dragon Slayer 2 this week. Okay, I was like, hold on. (laughs) Oh, the Grandmaster Quest. Bro, I haven't even done the Medium Diary.
1: What are you talking about? (laughs) That's why I was like, (laughs) back up. Yeah, bro, I've been grinding. I'm Grandmaster Combat Achievements on this account. I don't talk to Michael for four days over the weekend. He's
0: like, yeah, I have 10 Infernal Caves. (laughs) But, um... Yes, I noticed in the recording chat, I am planning to stream Dragon Slayer 2. It's all dependent on if I can get the prerequisites done, because that one you need 70 Slayer, I'm sorry, 70 Smithing, um, and I'm only like one thieving level away, and then I have uh, I think I have one prerequisite quest. And then it's actually just killing Galvac, which I've, if you've been listening to the show for any length of time, or you don't know, um, I haven't actually done Dragon Slayer 2. I had, I had a friend log in and do it on my account. Um, I, I wasn't actually playing Runescape at the time when Dragon Slayer 2 came out. And so he was playing on my account. And he's like, hey, do you just want me to do it? I was like, sure, I don't really care. Uh, so I didn't actually do Dragon Slayer 2. So I'm actually excited to do it on a very low-level account and die a lot, probably. Or not, because I'm a lot better at PVM than I probably think. I killed. Uh, I killed most quest bosses. I've killed most quest bosses in in one or two tries. I think the um, the Gluff fight was an anomaly because I ran out of stamina. But uh, that's me in RuneScape in real life. Um, I upgraded all my PC parts last night. It was quite the fiasco, if you ask. If you ask me, um, I would agree. It, so- <laughs> it sounds like quite the fiasco, you know. <laughs> so I started at eight p.m. I didn't. I, I thought okay because uh, I was having tea pace Tyler, like, I was FaceTiming him. Uh, no, I was actually in Discord, and I was like, okay, so what are we doing? And he's like, why don't you, I mean, we're trying to update my, my motherboard, and I'm like, it might actually just be easier if I put it all together and then try and update the motherboard. So I put it all together, and I'm like, dude, I'll call you back in like an hour when I'm finished. I severely underestimated how long that would take. I didn't finish until midnight. I got everything installed, all the fans, Everything plugged in. Um, I go to turn it on at midnight and and the displays aren't working. So I'm like, I'm just going to go to bed. We'll figure this out in the morning. And so turns out I just needed to update my motherboard, which I was going to do in the beginning, but he was having me do like a bunch of extra stuff, which is fine. But it turns out all I had to do was go to the Amazon page where I bought the motherboard and some guy left a review where he's like, you just need a USB drive, and you plug it into the 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 update port on the back, and you press this button, and you wait five to ten minutes, and it does it. And I'm like, I did that, and it worked. I was very, very surprised. And I was also worried, because I texted Oxy at like, like uh, we were supposed to record at nine or eight, I can't remember, nine. It was supposed text- to be like, early.
1: Like Yeah,
0: it was earlier than what we are now. Yeah. Um, I texted him I'm like it's not looking good. I don't have (laughs) my displays aren't working. I'll let you know. But it uh, it worked out. And and thank goodness my wife has a PC because her PC is over here. And thank goodness I was able to turn hers on, get it all set up and download that file because I would have had to if I didn't have that PC, I would either have to like go to a friend's house and get it or take everything out of this computer, set my old stuff up, download the file, put all this back in, and then update it. And then hope it works. Because I don't think, I don't think you can download the file on a Mac and then use it on the PC. I don't think that would work. Doesn't sound like it would work anyway. But uh, we're set up. We're good to go. I don't have to touch it for like ever. I don't have to touch this computer forever. Maybe I'll change the thermal paste. Once a year because I think I think I have to uh I I think that was probably what was wrong with my old motherboard is like it was basically dry. There was almost no thermal paste left. So it was probably overheating. Tiki in the recording boot chat said it would or could. So maybe it would. You'd have to format the drive with a different file system. See, that's that's a lot of that's a lot of work. That already sounds like too much work. I mean it might not if I didn't have the PC like my wife's PC, it would have been probably less work then uninstalling all the stuff that I put in and then put it back. But it worked and and we're fine. Um, The the PC that I have is probably way overkill, but it's going to bring down the rendering time and it's going to help stream. Like it's going to be better for streaming. It's going to be better for recording, um, editing, all that kind of stuff. So I'm excited. And you actually, you upgraded your PC this week. Or last week, right? Two weeks ago. Was it last yeah. week?
1: I think we talked about it last week. My did we talk upgrades, about it last week? I think.
0: I think if I ever do touch anything else or like do any more major upgrades, I'm just gonna go to Micro Center or someplace that will do it for you because that like that's like five hours of my life that I can't get back. But I did yeah. it. You did. Maybe maybe it gets easier. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But um yeah, we also hosted Father's Day at my house yesterday. It was a freaking long day. It was a lot of fun though. I'm very sunburnt. I was mowing the grass, uh, mowing the backyard because it was it was way overgrown and it needed it. And then I plucked up all the grass off of our patio. Cause we have like a the 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 previous owners installed like rocks and mm-hmm. they put sand in between the rocks. And so it's like the perfect environment for weeds to just grow in between the rocks. And so when you pull the grass out, it's very easy because it's sand. They don't mm-hmm. have a lot to root to, but it's like it's only been a month and the patio is covered in grass. So I'm either going to have to concoct this like homemade weed killing solution because I don't want to use Roundup. The chemicals are terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'm just going to have to go out there once a month
1: for like three hours and pull these weeds out. You could—it's it's, like It'd be a pain in the ass, but you could put like some sort of bed over it. Like a like a weed blocker <sighs> fabric or something. True. That would you have to like pull everything up and put it underneath. Yeah. There, so that's probably not we'd have worth. to pull
0: all the rocks up, and then put them back in the right spot. That I don't know. It just seems easy. I, what I want to do is I want to get all of the, uh, I want to get all the sand out between them mm-hmm. and just put in like uh, mortar or like concrete and yeah. like actually, actually install them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cause I don't know why they use sand. It's not not a good solution but i'm very sunburned i probably should have put sunscreen i didn't i'm actually regretting that i don't know why i didn't use sunscreen
1: you always gotta wear sunscreen dog come on i know skin cancer man
0: it's not good um it especially with the tattoos also like tattoos in the sun you for any other reason i mean cancer is the main one but also secondary reason i don't want to get I don't want my tattoos to fade,"
1: he said. "I can excuse cancer, but a faded <laughs> tattoo—that just—I will do. not stand for that. <laughs> but uh,
0: that's that's been my week. It's been a great week. Um, it's extremely hot, extremely hot. I think today the temperature—it's supposed to be like the the like the forecast. is supposed mm-hmm. to be 102. Cute, and they have an excessive heat warning, which that just means stay inside like other than necessarily like if you if you have to go outside do it but it's not recommended
1: it's not good it's not good but that's that's my week. how are you? how are you uh well i mean i'm not looking at a severe heat warning that's for sure I'm looking at a crisp 73 degrees. And don't even. We're cheering. Even. We are absolutely no. cheering up. it's going to get pretty hot. It's going to peak into the to the low to mid 80s this week. So oh my god, pretty sweaty for Michigan. How will you even survive? I don't know, man. It's going to be tough, honestly. uh This week, what have I done in Runescape, Michael? I genuinely need to know what have I done. I've been what like have you slow. Done? So I like set myself up on Thursday to like train farming. Like, farming, or Thursday night, I was like, I'm gonna wake up, do a whole lot of farming, because I'm like... Basically, I was almost to 69, and I'm like, I've gotta get Whoa. something something going here. I got 180 85 hellhounds. That's a horrible task. I think I might do it in the catacombs, but that is just the worst. Anyways, I... <clears throat> Well, I'm training Slayer on the GIM currently, and I'm still mining on the main. We are a whopping 428k away from 90 mining on the main. But I, so so I set myself up to, to farm, right? And I just didn't log in from like Friday to like an hour ago. Like Friday at oh work, I was I wasn't busy doing work on Friday, but I was busy doing stuff. Mm-hmm. So like I just never got a chance to log in on mobile. And then on Friday, I drove home for Father's Day weekend, and I had a fencing tournament on Saturday. Had a fencing tournament all day Saturday. Did not fence very well. Um, But I think in Sabre, it was nice because I was able to adapt to what the referee was saying, and I used a lot of skills that I don't use very often. So like, good on me for showing that I can do that. Also, mega annoying that you keep calling everything attack and preparation when it's just not like that's it, it, just give me some points in the box, please. Because like you yeah. see me leaving and you see me attacking early, it, it was hometown refereeing at its finest. It was driving me mad. Um, what else? Uh, yeah. So we've got the tournament, which again just was like okay, you know, nothing mega crazy. On Saturday night, I just went out to dinner with my mom. No big deal, because my dad was like staying down at uh at his like other place down, you know where he lives. Uh, I almost doxed my dad. Don't want to (gasps) do that. Um, It's bad enough we say Oxy's dad. Hey, yeah. And then uh, and then on Sunday, we my dad texted us and was like, "Hey, why don't you come with me and my lady friend?" You know to the DIA, which is a the the art museum of Detroit, mm-hmm. and we're like, sure, let's do that. That sounds like a wonderful Father's Day, though. He does not enjoy going to the DIA, he was in it, uh, because the, the lady friend had an assignment like a, a school assignment. She's like, you know, kind of like it, she's his age, but going back to school type deal. So she had like a DIA assignment. So we go, everything that could have gone wrong on the way there did. Oh, no. My sister and I leave. We're supposed to get there at, like, 10 o'clock or 1030 in the morning. We leave at, like, 940 to get down to where we need to go, which is more than enough time. We stop to get coffee. The line is wrapped through the drive-thru and then split off on either side. So we're like, oh, we'll just go in. We waited from 940 to 1020 and only got our coffee and not our food. So we're like, eh, we'll just go somewhere else. So we drive and we finally go somewhere else. but like we're out of gas on the way there. And then <laughs> the, the traffic is bad and we're driving to the actual museum itself. And then like, so the DIA has this big Diego Rivera uh gallery. And so he painted this whole big piece about like the spirit of Detroit. And we were in there for like five minutes and they're like, all right, well, everybody get out. We have a concert, you know? <gasps> so it's like, it's it's the equivalent of going to the Louvre to see the Mona Lisa and then having someone be like, "All right, your two minutes are up." The build, like the whole room, is closed, but like it's oh big enough gosh. you can see it. So like, and my dad was kind of cruising through the museum anyway to just you know get the assignment done, right? uh And then Sunday it was pretty chill, though. I got home super late, so I'm quite tired. I got home at like eleven thirty. And still woke up at, like, 7 a.m. today, like I normally would for work. Because today's Monday, Michael. Today is, today's is Monday. Monday. We did not record on Sunday. We both have Monday off for Juneteenth. Uh, yeah. So we were like, eh, we'll, we'll do a morning recording. But, yeah. Um, I've just had a very busy weekend doing stuff, as always. And then in-game, we're just sort of chugging along. You know, it's it's nothing... Nothing that's not going well in the game right, right? we're just you know hanging out you, i don't know <laughs> yeah i feel like you've been on your dragon's task for two weeks three weeks i i did finally get the the dra- it's only it's only been like a week but i did finally get uh-huh. the dragon's task done and now i'm just gonna afk hellhounds in the catacombs of Corrend and cut through some prayer potions and you know call it good um because i'm just i've got a trained slayer for monkey madness too and the main yeah. is still trapped at Motherload Mine. It is still <laughs> what we're doing on the main. We got 89. The last time we recorded, we got super close to 89. And I just like got online later that night and got it. But we are one level away from base 90s. And then we'll move into something else. Um, I'm excited for you. Me too. Because I don't want to stay here anymore. I'll go. <laughs> I'll like Zaya Runecraft while, while we record and it will that's be the a lot most more like, beautiful thing. I don't, it's not enjoyable, but it's not mother mine. That's That's kind of where I'm at with it. Yeah, well,
0: I say it's enjoyable because after I finished runecrafting, crafting, I actually missed it. Out of the three grinds that you that people most loathe, mm-hmm. mining, agility and runecrafting, crafting, it was the most chill. It was the most it was the most AFK of the AFK skills because Mining, if you're doing weather load mine, like there's a lot of mental math. You have to do math, yeah. You have to do math. I don't like math when I don't have to do it. And Ooh. then if you're doing agility, it's just like constantly clicking on the freaking rooftops. Or you're just spending a lot of mental energy doing sepulcher
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, rune runecrafting, it's like fill up your bag, fill up your inventory, make runes. What uh, not your bag, but like if you're I mean if you're doing ZMI, but um, yeah, Zaya Runecrafting is chill. I I I low key kind of regret doing uh doing Runecrafting first of the big three, back when I did it. And if I do it over again, I'll probably do agility mining and then Runecrafting. Seems it takes a lot longer. Yeah, it takes long. It takes a long time. Like I was on uh, paternity leave, and it and it still took me like I don't know nine weeks Mm -hmm. of playing probably five to seven hours a day so it's chill once you get to 90 and you can do soul runes especially with the runecrafting outfit like you can make some money and bloods too like from i think it's 77 or 80 something 80 to 99 is over a million blood runes if you have the runecrafting outfit that's so much money (laughs) because they're like two or three hundred each so it's a good time. And it, you know, that can pay for your other your other Bibles. That would be the one downside, I guess, to doing no, actually, no, never mind. Of the big three, I mean runecrafting, mining, agility. You don't need money to do runecrafting or sorry, you don't need money to do agility or or mining. So you do do you do runecrafting and then you've got construction, prayer, herbal or all that kind of stuff. So you don't really for. need
1: money to do runecrafting either, but I suppose you make money. If people make like money. make money at MLM, but like it just doesn't uh, seem worth it. Like forty I I mil, like forty mil, forty yeah, mil like over that. like forty hours doesn't seem worth it. You know, yeah, it's more than forty hours. Well, I'm, I think... I try to. I don't want to know how long it is, right? so what way, I'm 40. what I'm hearing in the recording booth chat from everyone is that like I wish I did agility first. For the 99 yeah. grind. And you know yeah. what? If we get to the point with maxing, I'll consider it. But do it. Agility time, mining and then Runecraft. At this time, I cannot conceive going for a max cape because <laughs> I can't even conceive getting 400k more mining XP. But <laughs> I have done that That again. That is the extent of what I have completed in OSRS. um It's been a pretty chill week. Yeah. I was, well, I was originally playing another game and I forgot. You were playing was playing? I saw you was, playing Halo Infinite. Yeah. Oh my god, we've had oh my god, we've had some gaming stories this Not week. That oh I'm stalking my god, I completely you. completely forgot. So Infinite Season 4 drops or dropped this week by the time this episode comes out. And I was looking at it and I'm like, all right. What do we have here? And it actually doesn't look too bad. Like infections finally coming, they're adding more customization. So like some of it's pretty cool. Um So I hopped in and I played a few games and it runs a little smoother now. It feels a little better. You know, there's just, it's more fleshed out. It's getting to the point to where it should have been on launch, um, Mm. which is nice. Um, Two years later. Yeah, pretty much. So (laughs) there's a little event running right now. So I played the event and I played, you know, just all other sorts of like Slayer and stuff like that. And, you know, I played a little Halo Infinite. And then on Monday... Not not today, but a week ago. I was playing Ark. I think it was a week Ooh. ago anyways. And it was like it was a whole calamity. Like I am on the cusp of being able to fight Rockwell on aberration. But in the midst of breeding my army, I realized that like everyone says just like use a shotgun and cactus broth. And if you don't play Arc, it's fine if you don't know what I'm talking about. But like, you know, that's that's what I've been told or what i've seen on youtube so i'm like all right i'll develop that strategy but i have to transfer to all my old islands first right because i have saves on the island in scorched earth and i got all the stuff ready and i was good to go and i had all my broth and i was set and i was transferring from scorched earth back to aberration game crashed game crashed oh, no. and i signed back in and my character was gone <gasps> and what? i was freaking out i'm like i need to get back to the character upload screen like i don't know what happened this is totally wonky and uh when i went to i made the mistake of like uploading another character which like apparently over like wrote the save of my old file and it was gone and i'm like oh that's what? so disappointing yeah so for a time i was just like damn that's like 2 years of work. Like I've been working on oh. that solo arc playthrough. I was working on the island when you and I were having discussions about what to do for a Discord Patreon in like 2021. Oh my god. Um so like that was depressing, but I went in and I looked at like how you can like change the files and things. So I pretty much manipulated the files uh in arc to bring everything back to where I was right before or like where the crash would have happened, right? So where all the stuff was, everything was perfectly uploaded to like the servers and stuff. So I brought it back to that point. I created a new survivor. I used admin commands to level myself up to where I would have been. I used admin commands to ascend and get the extra levels. And then I used admin commands to take the tribes on all three worlds. So everything belonged to me. So technically I got everything back that I initially wanted to. The one thing that didn't transfer and won't transfer is imprinting. So when you imprint on a baby dinosaur you get like more health and speed and you know damage yeah. output and stuff. All the imprinting was gone on all my creatures. Oh. And I had a little sad moment of like, "Oh, they forgot me." But I was oh. able to recover recover all my like progress, so that's good. Just very spooky and like, man, yeah. that was my Monday night. Uh we're we're back in action. I haven't played it, because obviously I haven't been home. I woke up this morning, did Achievement of the Week, and like started recording, pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. But we're here. We're thriving.
0: We are here. It is podcasting time. It I mean, is it's podca- podcasting hey, time. Hey, hey. But... Well,
1: I mean, kind of. You know, My <laughs> microphone's actually working this time, so yeehaw. And I'm thieving master farmers, because
0: I need, I need seeds. I can't rely on TMD forever, Oxy. You can't. I cannot. I got two Rainar seeds, and that's pretty freaking rare, actually. I'm only seventy-one farming. More this like, shouldn't
1: more like rarenar seeds. Am I right?
0: Rarenar. So this week, they dropped a big, a big bomb on us as far as content is concerned. I mean, it wasn't Future like unex- it wasn't
1: like unexpected. Like it wasn't like no one. Saw I didn't this expect coming. it. <laughs> they said <I> <laughs> when it was it coming. coming
0: out. <laughs> oh, you have to pay attention for that to be relevant. Oh, Michael. <laughs> hey, I don't, I don't really. Oh. Okay, this is gonna. I'm gonna preface this whole conversation with like. I'm not really paying attention to sailing. I am. But if I didn't have this podcast, I don't think I would be paying as close of attention. But we're going to talk about the core gameplay blog. It's called Adding a New Skill, Sailing Core Gameplay. Now, if you want to get caught up before you listen to us and our thoughts, there's like a 10-minute video that they put out. It's pretty pretty nice. I think you just type in old-school RuneScape their official YouTube channel. That's what I watched mm-hmm. to uh, to get prepared for today. But there's... It's How many times ch- did you read the blog, Michael? <laughs> I have skimmed it, Oxy. So
2: <laughs>
0: it's it's quite juicy and it's quite dense. There's a lot to go over. It's what they call so, you in high school. <laughs> so they called you in high school. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Yo, Otis just asked if we could pause recording while he goes and watches it. Otis, we'll be here when you get back. Yeah, if you have it, just pause the podcast right now. Go and watch it, and come back. Make sure you come back though, because we miss you if you you haven't. So, welcome back, welcome back to the video. Um, We are going to talk about the core gameplay. So, up until this point, it's only been like an idea, the Mm -hmm. idea of sailing, and then they, I think, step one was like proving that it can, that we can do it, proving that they can, you can sail, and so the stuff that they've released now is you know expanding on the ideas that they initially had of what they proposed so there's core gameplay primary secondary and tertiary um and then obviously examples and a bunch of that kind of stuff so overall how do you feel about sailing before you read
1: this and then after i mean I was a a fan of the new skill for sailing for a while. So, I mean, for me, it it seems fine to me. I don't really have any sort of gripe about it. Um, I've got... I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Reservations? I've got some skepticisms about it. Yeah. But that's just because I don't know how the skill works. Um, It mainly is when we get into like the tertiary gameplay aspects. But, I mean... It seems to me like the, the core gameplay, the core system of, like, interact with the stuff on your boat to gain sailing XP seems fine. Mm-hmm. That's a very broad way of, of putting it. And I think having to put it broadly is the best way to define a skill. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm chopping trees. I'm mining rocks. I'm cooking food. I'm crafting runes. I'm, you know, <laughs> interacting with my sailboat. Right. I think that's it's it's very simple, and I think it does a good job of that. And I think they did a good job of like turning into turning it into construction 2.0, or like a player-owned port system, mm-hmm. um, with how they want you to interact. So like, I don't know the core like if you like off the off the rip the core gameplay doesn't sound the core system right luff the sails or unluff the sails or whatever they're calling it right it doesn't sound super fun it yeah. doesn't sound like super engaging but the most basic of most skill mechanics isn't super engaging thieving right. has some pretty simple base core mechanics that are not really engaging and just kind of like you're doing it you know But I suppose that's most skills in the game um, so like I think it's a good foot to stand on for like the initial core gameplay and stuff and I think the, the primary secondary and tertiary kind of build off of that idea really well that like mm-hmm. interact with the boat and get XP how do you feel about it well, I think going back to your point of like
0: core gameplay being sometimes boring, sure. You know, hit rock, get ore. That's that's core oh, gameplay for mining. Hit so many rocks, get so many ore, hate all of it. <laughs> oh. If they Sorry, I brought that up. Oh. <laughs> take essence, make rune. That like if we don't want to put mining on the table. So, um if we if we look at other skills and say they were trying to pull uh you know wood cutting or mining if we if we look at those skills we're like man this is this is boring but then you think about secondary um tertiary what is the third one primary secondary and tertiary so a tertiary like form of of training is volcanic mine it's like the idea is not hit rock get or the idea is that you're 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 mining this rock to prevent a volcanic eruption um, and, the, and the outcome is you get mining experience so if you think about sailing in its most basic form you're right fluff the sails steer the ship That's at its core that is sailing but there's a lot more that can be offered mm-hmm. that is kind of like possibilities are endless when it comes to the idea when you break it down into the core gameplay systems so it's it's it gives a little bit more depth, whereas before I was like, this is boring. <laughs> why is why did we vote for this? I didn't vote for it, but like, how did it how did it pass the poll? Mm-hmm. And it's taken the it's taken on a new form, for me at least, past the meme of ownership, sail the seas, back, you know, the meme that everybody is 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 continuing to call sailing. Mm-hmm. Like they've they've really, really put their heads together and given a lot of depth to a pretty basic idea of a skill. You know, where like you can use sailing, this is an example and this is all in the blog, but like you can use sailing to charter out to sea, harvest coral, and then that coral can be used for arrows, potions, supplies, like different things. Like it's going to affect the other skills in an impactful way but it's all up to us you know it's up to us as mm-hmm. the community whether or not that kind of stuff passes so there's there's definitely a lot to consider moving forward it's like is this the route that we want to go where most of what you're doing is related to the ship but there's like this whole other world with tertiary gameplay so i think like there could be a, a raid or something like that in the future
1: I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Are we? Okay. I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves for several reasons. I'm sure we'll go into it. But like. Well, whenever you're like writing a paper, you have
0: to give you have to give the outline. This is the outline of our synopsis.
1: And as an outline for my portion of the synopsis, the tertiary gameplay seems the least exciting. Oh, because the tertiary gameplay to me is so dependent on how the skill actually is. We don't know if it'll be fun or not. Mm. just to get it off the table right now imagine how shitty a sailing raid is going to be if sailing isn't fun to train right imagine imagine wardens but it's it's mining Uh. or it's (laughs) runecrafting imagine verzik but you just have to run agility like it's it's not fun that doesn't seem like a fun time so it depends on how sailing interacts with the rest of the game and like we've seen chambers utilize other skills to not suck. But at the end of the day, chambers ends with a boss fight. Yeah. So unless this raid ends in like a ship wide PVP, I feel like they kind of have to go chambers style for this. So you could utilize like all the stuff on your boat. And then at the very end, you have like a player versus monster boat versus big enemy raid boss. You know, I think Mm -hmm. that could be super cool. But it's dependent on how the skill is. Um, clues are exactly the same way. Are these going to be my new favorite kind of clue? Or are these going to be the the VLD cave step? Or the, the troll weiss sled step? Oh. Just like <laughs> ones that are just like, oh my god, it's this inconvenient, seriously? Yeah. Um, Can you imagine, though, taking the idea of a clue?
0: They've already kind of talked about it with like treasure maps. But it would be a clue completely... Like completely at sea, so if you've the closest thing I can I can really uh, relate this to is Minecraft. When you find a sunken ship, sometimes you have a map, and that map takes you to coordinates. You dig straight down in the sand, and there's a there's like a chest. At its at its very like basic idea, that is finding treasure with a map. But with sailing, you could add like encounters. It it could be kind of like a uh, temple trekking where you start at one point, it's predetermined when you get the map, and along the way, there's like, you have to fight a, a, a sea monster, you would have to navigate around some rocks. I think they mentioned all of this in here. But like, at the end, you would get the clue reward. Whether or not it's the actual clues rewards that we see with each tier now, but it could be specific uh, like sailing clues that that have the same table, or it's a completely new table of items. But you're right. It definitely could be absolutely, positively not fun to train. Yeah. And then and the I, stuff that we are forced to do is just like, why are we why are we doing this?
1: Yeah. And I mean, I think yeah, while in a way temple trekking can be fine, there's a lot of really shitty parts of temple trekking that people mm-hmm. just teleport out of. Like, you ever use the (laughs) stick on the blog? Of course you haven't, because no one wants to do that. (laughs) But, like, if that's your clue step, you know, so I'm hesitant for that ship PvP. I'm still on board for the idea, but I I was kind of thinking about this the other day because I was putting some thought into it when we figured we were going to talk about it. When we PvP now, you have a choice of how much risk to bring. We have a PKer mm-hmm. in our clan, Doom. Right, when Doom dies, he loses anywhere between six hundred and eighty to like seven hundred and fifty kGP per kill if he dies. Right, because that's his just like that's his return set between his gear and his supplies. Which, by the way, Doom, if you're listening, drop a photo of what you wear so people can know what to like do Pounty hunter and PKing with. Um, and that's fine losing 700k as a main account with thousands of hours really does not doesn't mean too much you know especially when like earlier today doom got an 18 mil kill so like when you get stuff like that from from pvp combat it's not as 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 problematic mm-hmm. if you lose a pvp battle and they sink your ship is it the equivalent of like losing your player own house with all your sailing facilities and all of your upgrades and all your stuff like that. Like if it's one thing, if you can respawn your ship as is and just lose whatever cargo you have in there, kind of like how you lose what's in your looting bag when you die. Like, I don't think that's an unfair system to be like, Oh, you got caught in the dangerous part of the open sea and someone PK'd you and they took everything in your cargo hold. Mm -hmm. Like that seems like a fair system, but like, Am I going to have to get a new ship? <clears throat> are, there, are there, like, untradeable special ships? What happens five years down the line when you do the, you know, Slug Menace wet and wild sequel <laughs> and you get, like, a special boat and you just, like, lose it? Like, do you, can you get another one, you know? Is there going to be a fire cape style boat where you have to, like, kill a certain enemy? where you get a certain ship unlock afterwards, but you only get one sort of, like, deed to that ship. And just like a fire cape, you have to kill the boss again to get it. Like, PvP sounds super cool. I need to know more about sailing before I'm like, yeah, sailing PvP. Right. That's And that's just how I feel with all of the tertiary elements. Like, all of the tertiary bits that I'm looking at, none of them sound, like super shitty none of them seem like oh yeah let's add this now except for maybe aquariums because i think adding a poh room that has like a big old aquarium in it where you could show off like fish and corals and things that just sounds fun because i'm something of a hoe for zoos and like that was my favorite part of animal crossing so mm-hmm. you know yeah uh, that seems like a great time to oh, me
0: that is that is i think that is my favorite part Is filling the
1: museum uh, when I'm playing Animal Crossing. And frankly, maybe that's the space for it. Yeah. Maybe the space is in the Varrock Museum. Maybe they add another floor below the fossil floor, and it's the aquarium floor. Mm -hmm. And you collect all this rare stuff, and you add it to all the tanks, and you get little XP lamps. It's like tertiary gameplay for sailing. Kind of like how you add fossils. Fossil Island. Yeah. You know, I just don't think it's so, like overwhelmingly crazy for the tertiary stuff. I, I, funny enough, am more interested in the primary and the secondary of, Mm -hmm. like, how you actually train the skill, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. Well, funny enough, the tertiary part of this blog is the shortest part, so kind of got it out of the way, a little bit out of order, but, I mean, I think it's intentionally vague, and that's the problem, too, is these are concepts, these are things to get you excited, Mm -hmm. and that's that's kind of it it's like expeditions, ocean raids, ship PvP, treasure hunting, and aquariums. That's what they've listed here as the tertiary things. And then there's literally like a small paragraph underneath each of them. Not a not a lot to go off of. um With secondary and primary, there's a bunch of stuff. Like they've given it a lot of thought. What What did you want? Do you want to go through the core? Uh, I mean, core I, is kind of boring. It's like click. click mast unfluff sail get sailing xp
1: but that's also i mean like i I think that's more along the lines of like you know what you just described is chop tree get wood core gameplay is yeah which kind of trees do you chop where do you chop them what kind of axes you use to chop them Mm -hmm. what little benefits you get uh, what kind of logs you get what are those logs you know things like that yeah um I think that's more of, like, the primary gameplay. And I think, like, the first one they have, uh, Charting the Sea, that seems like the early game meta. That seems, like, Like, fun, though. It does. It does. It also seems like if they're going to give you chunks of XP for, like, dicking around on the shoreline exploring areas that you've already been to, you know, like Port Sarim and, you know, Port Kazan and things like that, it seems like a pretty solid and stable way to get through the low levels of the skill. Yeah. Right? So I feel like that will develop itself into a meta pretty pretty early on unless again, I am really bad at predicting what things are going to do. I don't know if you guys have figured that out by now, but I'm really shit at like predicting what is going to happen with a new content <laughs> update. So who knows, maybe it's a shitty way to get XP and it's not even it worth be, it, but
0: but you think about like in order to play a game, and this isn't relevant for every single game out there, but most of the time take a game like skyrim or fallout where it's open world most of what you're doing in the beginning is exploring Mm -hmm. and and like you're doing a little side quest maybe you found an npc that's like i need you know six tires for my rover and you got to go and find them and it's going to take you all around the map and that's you're experiencing the game by exploring the world that they've built so Mm -hmm. the first thing you do you load up a ship you build it, it's like a a regular log ship, you're, you're level one sailing, and they just want you to go and chart the area around your port. Then you get to five sailing, and they want you to chart, you know, you just keep going. And maybe along the way, you find a small island with an NPC, and it's like, hey, I haven't been off this island. Can you take me back to my home? And like, from there, it builds and builds and builds. And then when you get to a certain level, then you can start adding things to your ship. Your ship can go farther cuz they talked about the, the size of the ship that you own is dependent on what you can do. So, mm-hmm. you may have a little dinghy and that dinghy's only going to be good for maybe getting from you know one side of the island over to like a you know a small journey. And then and then from there, you know, you're you're charting and and that is when you move into the the you know secondary and tertiary, because from there you've built up enough of a, a foundation of sailing to where, adding in those other elements like you know trawling, I don't want to trigger anybody but fishing trawler the skill, uh doing that and, and deep sea fishing and like mining, I never would have thought that that was a thing like you pull this hook along the bottom of the sea and you get special ore but yeah, as as far as core gameplay goes. It does sound fun and and one thing that I really hope is that we can do this as a group,
1: <laughs> uh yeah, that is because... one question I have about some of these things, like the some of the stuff they bring up, like shipwreck salvaging uh it more so gets into like the secondary gameplay with like how much of this stuff is instance and how much of the stuff is like public, you know, like we'll use shipwreck salvaging in primary if there's a ship that's crashed off the coast of Zolandra. Is everybody going to see that ship? Is it going to be like shooting stars where like the rewards scale down with the amount of people that are there? And is it, you know, I'm not even trying to think of it in like the worst case scenario, but like is the meta for something that the entire world can see to hop to low population worlds and try to get the most out of it? is there going to be like a team size that's viable or is it going to be like a shooting star where you mine it for like 3 <laughs> hours to take it down from <laughs> 90 to to level 10 or whatever it is you know um so i'm not sure uh d4 drake says it'll be like shooting stars uh from the video which i believe it and i don't hate that system right i i think another thing like the mineral dredging uh, with the metal detector they talk about in the secondary gameplay, the shoals of fish for trawling in the secondary gameplay, you know, it just it depends on, on where these things are at, you know, and if they're like super rough, like if you're fishing at the fishing guild and someone crashes you doing sharks, for example the sharks all stay in the same spot <laughs> and sure. it's not no like crashing. huge it's not like a huge loss you know If someone crashes you and they make your shoal despawn faster or it's like the I imagine they're not going to do the one in eight random chance to despawn after forestry and all this stuff. I imagine it's going to be on a timer. Um, But if that timer speeds up when there's more people there and then your your shoal of fish goes from the port in Zaya to port Phasmatis. It's going to take a while to get there. That sucks. And that's another question I suppose I have. Which they didn't really touch on at all. Teleportation. Right. Is fast travel gonna be a thing? Can you mm-hmm.
0: like cause right now if you if you take the boat from anywhere in Fremenich, it takes literal seconds to get to any of the islands there. But I imagine in a real life, you know, scenario, it would take maybe hours to get there, potentially. And is this gonna be like if I want to go from Lumbridge? Well, you can't really go. I mean, there's a lake, there's a river, but you're not going to get a boat
1: up the river. Literally, I mean, if you have a small dinghy, the River Lum connects to connects. a bay, and like you can. It does. You can That'd get. That'd be cool out if there was sea. a port
0: in uh, in the south, south Lumbridge. But if I want to go from Lumbridge over to, you know, Port Piscarilius, is it going to take me forty-five minutes? Is it going to take me an hour just to sail there, or can I fast travel? -hmm. Like we can with charter ships, because one thing that I think they should definitely do away with in this game after sailing is charter ships. It doesn't make sense to me. I, I mean, if you have your own boat and your own massive ship, why, why would it make sense to keep the like the sail part? Yes, like if they can still be, you know, if they can, if they're the ones giving you the contracts, and if they're the ones selling you the items, sure. But it would make more sense to say if you want to sail to Port Kazard or Port Tyrus um, that you would need a certain sailing level. Now, now, don't put a high requirement on them. You know, Make them all like between 1 to 10 potentially. But give a little incentive, I think, to train the skill if you want to navigate the world. And maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe you can pay other people or you can have like uh, your friends charter you. You have your friends' boats like they have with player owned houses. People set up seems... Services. I don't know.
1: I see a lot of issues with that because then you have to do what no player wants. That's to go back and add new requirements to old quests. Now oh. Regicide has a 40 sailing requirement. Now Ghost Savoy sure. has a 26 <sighs> sailing requirement. You know? Now, now all these things are getting updated after well, the fact, which yeah. sucks. And then if there is no fast travel option. So I think Otis brought it up in the chat that like it'll be like a cut scene. You know how when you travel right now, you know, do 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 and they have that little, like, the boat goes from point A to point B? Yeah. I think that would be a good system for fast travel, but I think if we just eliminate that entirely from charter ships, that sucks because that slows down, like, the first thing I think of it slows down is farm runs. Because I teleport... I don't use I, I I don't have it on my iron. And even when I had it on my main, I still always teleported to Ardoyan and then went right to Brimhaven for my fruit trees. So oh I never used gosh. the house portal. I never this used This is why you're tree hate farming. I mean, honestly, it wasn't too, but like fruit trees with like, it's not that I hated low level farming as a side note, it's that I hated farming without teleports. I hated farming where I have no idea where I'm going and I have no idea how to get there. Farming is a lot easier for me now physically and mentally because I have a path of where I'm going and I have like a, like an inventory layout of how I want to do it. You know, the main, it was just seed pod, enhanced crystal teleport seed, house tabs. That's all I need, baby. I'm good. But on the iron, it's, it's rune pouches and daily teleports and limited number of this and all this mm-hmm. and carrying all this stuff around with me because it's like hard at a bank and i'm trying to like optimize my roots so like if i'm going to fossil island for example i'm only on fossil like i'm doing everything on fossil island i'm doing you know hardwoods i'm doing birdhouses yeah. i'm doing right everything. you're not leaving but like then that throws off the inventory groove of like if i'm doing herb runs before i do that like it just farming is complex because i don't I'm de- I'm still developing a system as a new Iron Man of how to do it well. Mm-hmm. But Lola, like when I was pushing for 99, that shit was so easy on my main account. <laughs> oh, right. Missed the days, man. It was beautiful.
0: <laughs> um, Tiki brings up a good point about fast travel and things like that. Like if you set up a hot air balloon route, you have to, you know, you have to chart the route and then you can fast travel and, and do it instantly after. So maybe it's it's going to be in the sense where you have, to, you have to navigate there once. It's like you do have to do the route from Lumbridge to Port Priscarillus in Zaya once. And then once you do it, then you can use the fast travel option. I would, I would actually be okay with that.
1: The first thing I think of in that, in that, you know, D4 Drake says bronze man sailor. And that's exactly what that sounds like. And to me, why am I going to take a hot air balloon to Castle Wars when there's a teleport on the Ring of Dueling? Well, I, uh, you're you thinking see of I, current yeah, content. No, 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 no. You see what I mean? Well, you're like, thinking of places we've, we've
0: been to. Yes, you're not going to use, potentially, you're not going to use your ship to get from Lumbridge to Zaya. That was an example. But in the sense of if there is a new island or if there is a new place that doesn't have a if, teleport.
1: If there is a new sailing-specific island, that is something different. Yes, eliminating continental charter ships that get you from point A to point B that are utilized throughout the lifespan of a player's time playing the game, that would suck. That's like reverse quality of life. Oh, are you still?
0: Are you talking about my, like my thought of just taking out charter ships?
1: Yeah, taking out charter ships, removing fast travel for boats. I don't. I'm interested. Like, how is fast travel going to work as far as like where your boat is. Let's mm-hmm. say for example I have to sail from Brimhaven point, I have to sail from Brimhaven to Port Hazard for something for a contract. But then, you know, the boys hit me up to go to Tob. I'm not going to sail to Tob. I'm going <laughs> to use my Dragon's Medallion at Port Hazard, right? Right. <laughs> but let's say the Tob session is done, we get some purples, we make a ton of money, and I'm like, "Oh man, I got to go back to the sailing hub in Port Sarim. Is my boat just going to be there? Is there going to be like a call follower option for my boat to just like appear in the water? (laughs) Because like that seems like it. That to me makes sense. Because if it's like, you know, oh, it's hyper realistic. Your boat is left wherever you left it. That sucks. You know, in a game where we could teleport around and use magic to do all sorts of stuff, it just seems inconvenient you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Pay think...
1: the demon butler to look at it. Do we need like a demon sailor. Like we Honestly, need, that's we what need I a, was going to say. We need the same model of the demon butler, but in like a little sailor boy costume. If you, and if your player's going yeah. to be like, you look oddly familiar, demons going to be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I mean like... You have like a little meta breaking with it, you know? Times are changing. <laughs> so I think
0: that might be the play that they're, you know, what they actually might do is like, once you get to the point where you are sailing the continents and like you're going around the world, you just have it. You hire a crew, and that crew takes your boat. Like you call them up, and you're like, "Hey, I'm gonna be in, you know, I'm gonna be in this port at this time. Show up there." So mm-hmm. that in the game, your your boat is always where you are. Yeah. Or I think, they'll make it to where once you get 99 sailing, you can teleport to all the ports. Teleport 99
1: to ports. sailing, dog. <laughs> This is going to be a 60-70k a max per hour <laughs> skill. You're talking about 99 a year before it releases? Dog. <laughs> That's my max brain, bro. Dog.
0: <laughs> my max
1: brain. I'm going to max the skill. And I did. Of course you're going to max the skill. And, and I know what you guys are thinking. 60-70k it, it, is what I assume it's going to cap out at. I It's not going to be like smithing or construction. I disagree. I think they're going to have a lot of different training methods.
0: And if they get to choose the way that this skill, because all the skills we have now are like maybe 2007, 2008, no, 2007. All the skills we have are like around 2007 when they weren't really considering the way that we train skills now. So if they can choose the expirates and the methods, like they're giving us low intensity, they're giving us medium intensity, high intensity. There's going to be a different. There's going to be different methods for a lot of things. And so, take sepulcher for example. You know, it it takes agility and it gives you a high intensity way to train it, but also it gives you pretty decent XP. I think you can get over 100k agility XP per hour. No? Okay, maybe 90k. At
1: 92 agility at peak XP. No looting. 95k an hour. For agility okay so if we look at other supports to... if we look at other support skills like thieving right starting at 45 thieving if you blackjack the bearded bandits right but 65 onwards you use Fight thugs so we'll use 65 right the fastest training method for thieving is 200k per hour and yeah it blackjacking is extraordinarily click intensive
0: mm-hmm.
1: right so it's if we rewarding. look at but,, I mean, it's a bit rewarding, but if we look at what the best methods are off the top of our head, like we talked about last week, we got the one point five tick teaks we got the the one the two tick swordfish, right? we've got blackjacking, we've got uh paying runners for bones and paying runners for lavas and things like that. all these methods that get bonkers x p three t four g right super fast x p they don't really describe anything like that in sailing. And I know what we talked about with solo mission—that idea of like emergent gameplay. Who knows what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. But I think the downside to the to the team knowing how players play the game now, they're going to have it in mind. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna know that tick manipulation could be a thing, and they're realistically going to design something that doesn't allow for tick manipulation or well, right. they're going to patch it out as soon as it comes up because mm-hmm. it's not supposed to be there. Like tick manipulation methods were not the intended ways to train the skill. Like if that's, it just if so we happens want to talk about the are. intention, right. Yeah. People picked up on it when this game was like dwindling in population and the, the real diehard fans stuck around and they figured out how to do like the, you know, herb tar fishing spot herb tar fishing spot you know all that to get the fastest xp i don't know i i don't think they're gonna allow it to be a super high xp training method i agree with that but i don't think it's gonna be
0: super low i don't think that just because the skill comes out that we have to like put it in a box of well it's got to be boring and it's got to be slow i think at higher levels you could get up to 200k reasonably and people would be fine with that i, I think, think that it, we i could think it's see, perfectly
1: acceptable in like the 90s
0: yeah but right well i think we've talked about it a lot but like xp scaling i hope that they take that into serious consideration and like whoever is in that discord where you know you can be like a general contributor that's what we should be talking about is mm-hmm. like the the way that xp scales because this could get to the end of the vote. Like, they could get to the point where they're, they're actually talking about like the way that they want to handle XP. And that could make or break it for me. If it's going to be a slog fest at 90, like it is for most skills, where you, you know, I mean, soul runes, 90, 90 runecrafting, and soul runes are, are maybe 45 to 50K an hour. You have to be really paying attention to get higher than that.
1: I mean, it's still slow. it's still a lot faster than arguably the community's favorite skill.
0: I mean, mining is 55 or 60 mm-hmm. at Motherlode Mine.
1: That's faster than the community's favorite skill? Which is what? It's so fast it doesn't even have a best XP per hour on the wiki. Slayer.
0: Oh, I get yeah. That's true. Slayer has such
1: slow. a has a variance in gameplay. I've been slaying for maybe an hour. 8.9k. Granted, I'm on my Iron Man killing hellhounds and baby blue dragons. So it's not like I'm, you know, cannoning bloodvelds or anything like that. But when one task can net you like 65k an hour and people are losing their goddamn minds over it, like when the bloodvelds in the in the labs came out, you know? Mm-hmm. That you can finally and you get like, oh my god, such good XP, it's crazy. Like it, it it's not that fast to train yeah and but it, it makes up for that because the gameplay is extremely varied even on like the bossing level like you can't tell me grotesque guardians thermonuclear smoke devil and alchemical hydra are remotely similar beyond the fact that they're all slayer mob, like bosses mm-hmm. like they well, i think
0: it's balanced because of the money people aren't really doing slayer for the xp at higher levels, people are doing it for the money. The money is what drives... It's like, if Alchemical Hydra was a thing, and it dropped Bass, nobody would kill it. And it didn't have any really good
1: drops. It would be like this... I mean, the but XP's that, decent. That's combat everywhere. If Tombs of a Mask, it only dropped Bass and middle fingers, nobody would do it. Right, it's well, because it's, yeah, it is rewarding. Is GP. why like that that applies to everything that is killed. But the counter argument is people do a lot shittier stuff because they want their max cape back. <laughs> right. True. People True. go through the most boring of content, far more boring than like anything PVM related, in my opinion, to get their fancy red cape. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: I like, would agree with that statement because, like, I would have stopped. Way before I, you know, way before max, if I wasn't actually, you know, if I didn't have a a goal or a desire to max, I would have mm-hmm. stopped way before. I probably would have stopped like maybe base nineties, because that's that's pretty good for an account. Like you're you're pushing twenty two hundred total at that point, uh, so you can do a lot of stuff. You can do most of the stuff in the skills listed at base nineties. There's like Maybe some offhanded like fletching is 95 for some construction you can boost, but most of it's really high level. Um, you have to be a pretty high runecrafting level to make wrath run. it's Like there's a bunch of stuff that is high nineties, but the Besides bunch of combats. stuff that's the
1: bunch of stuff that's high nineties. And this is where Slayer is actually interesting. For most skills, the stuff that's in the high nineties isn't the best training method. Which is so weird. Souls aren't terrible right doesn't hold a candle of lava runes nobody minds runite ore. nobody like i I would say redwoods hold up as a good training method but they're still not the fastest soul runes hold up um redwood birdhouses eh skills like skills like fletching it just depends on how much money you have if you're the average player you're probably going to use you redwood or magic longbows if you have Mm. billions of gp dragon darts same thing with crafting you know you could do blue or black dragon hide for the average player but if you've got the the capital to do air battle staves a level 60 something requirement and then get to 99 from there go for it it's quick so I think Slayer is interesting in that it allows you to train the skill using unlocks from the entire spectrum of the skill itself. Like, Duradel will assign monsters that don't even have Slayer levels. I've got them blocked, but the fact that you can go to the the highest tier Slayer Master and get Fire Giants, that's (laughs) wild, you know? Yeah, But at the same time, you can also get big Slayer bosses. You can get um you can get other random boss tasks like i just i still have my venenatus task in my main because i just kept getting killed oh so much money in the wilderness last week michael oh, no. i think I, I didn't lose anything substantial but like i i was at spindle and i was greeding so hard i'm like eh 1.6 mil i can live with 1.6 mil in my looting bag i could not i could not <laughs> live with 1.6 mil and um we died, and, and we did that twice. So, oh no, I've lost about two or three mil worth of worth of loot from Ven this week. But nevertheless, we press on. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, like, I don't know. There's that, and then there's special Slayer masters that assign special tasks. You know, I think if sailing is like Slayer in that people aren't as concerned with the XP rates because the content they're doing is enjoyable to a degree I think it'll be fine if it's 60 or 70k an hour because just like you know, just like what sailing is inevitably going to be every slayer task is not fun there are some dog shit slayer tasks and I That's love PVM. there are some bad slayer tasks that you can get Iron Dragons oh <laughs> even shit blocked. like mutated zygomites i just rather not you know so I think there are going to be some sailing training methods that feel like that and nobody's going to do them because they feel like shit they're going to have like a, a spiritual creatures style sailing task that people just like skip or block you know I'm a little bit more confident that even though the XP rates probably aren't going to be super cracked, that's still going to be tolerable Mm -hmm. for most players. I'm hoping, anyways. Yeah. Oxy's been wrong about these things before, let me tell you. (laughs) Well, you never know. I mean, they, they don't
0: give numbers. They're just literally, they say, XP per hour is low to medium. XP per hour is medium to low. XP per hour is... Medium to high. So it's not something that we can give a definitive answer to say, for instance, finding shipwrecks, that their idea is going to be like XP per, per hour is low, the click intensity is low, GP per hour is low. So, like, is finding shipwrecks even going to be fun when you get later on in the skill? Probably not, unless they add like higher intensity or higher reward Then Let's sure. Say,
1: yeah. There, but there's, that's, that's the other thing we haven't really kind of pieced together is what rewards we get from it. It's like, do you want to, to run around the map mining a rock with a bunch of random strangers <laughs> who have a, a never zero chance to like say a slur? Cause that's what people with public chat on do. no, <sighs> But the recolor for the mining outfit's pretty cool. And the Celestial Ring is a must. So, like, yeah. shooting stars have their place, even though at their face value. Eh. <laughs> so maybe that's what ship salvaging is like. Maybe because we're lacking the rewards, I think that's, that's going to be the next piece that I think drives it home for a lot of players is what are we going to get from this? Beyond what makes our our ship go well, but much like how we talked about with forestry last week in our episode, and I listened to the episode of Guthix Rest that you were on, which we didn't actually talk about in this recording. We talked about in the one where my mic wasn't working at the very start, <laughs> but we weren't talking about this time. Um, so Michael's the new co-host of uh, uh, Guthix Rest, by the way. <laughs> um, shout out to those guys. Yeah, uh, a lot of fun, and I I think. Some cross skill integration things are gonna be nice. Mm-hmm. But what are they gonna be? Because clearly, if we try to cross too many lines, the community's gonna be up in arms about it. Training wood cutting to train slayer doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's fancy MMO. You know? uh, like I understand. I look, I I recognize, like I said, the the logic of that end of the community that didn't want that for forestry. I don't even disagree. Because mm-hmm. I think it's a little strange, but it's just they didn't define it well enough for me to have like a, a more concrete opinion. Like it yeah. could be fun. It could be stupid, you know, and I think the rewards need that for sailing yeah. for me to be like, yeah, I'm super sold on. This is a really good training method, because if you just salvage shit wrecks, sh- shit wrecks, ship wrecks, and you get nothing but shit from the shit wrecks <laughs> like <laughs> Oh, my God. Regular planks and rotten tomatoes.
2: Beep, 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 beep. It's not
1: worth my time. Well, oh,
0: What if you, and this is just an idea, like early game construction on Iron Man sucks. So what if that's like the new meta for getting planks? It's like salvaging ships. It could be. It's like a couple hundred planks an hour. And I would do it. I would do it. Because it's like right now making planks doesn't actually get you anything other than the planks and it costs money but if you got sailing xp and you got planks to train construction that would be amazing early game at least i'm not gonna make another account like this is probably the last new account i've i'll I'll make in a long time but
1: leagues baby
0: (laughs) true it could be good for leagues yeah um the going back to like the the, the the combo skilling really the the only examples we have of that is on fossil island so uh well you have like aerial fishing but the main example is like um what is that called deep uh, drift net fishing mm-hmm. where you get like hunter and yeah, fishing getting XP. into like the
1: secondary skills
0: yeah the secondary so those combo skilling like I like the idea of combo skilling I really do if I can load up with the boys on my boat maybe I don't know how it's gonna work but maybe you can go like Oxy and I can go on our group Ironman accounts. And we can go on my boat and we can work together to like mine these undersea ore. And both of us get a pretty decent mining level. Kind of like if, if it was like volcanic mine, but at sea. I would do it.
1: But that's that the sounds thing. like hella it's, fun. It's not going to be that. They have said for all of these secondary skills, right? Higher level dredging nets will be able to reach deeper parts of the sea and dig up greater quantities of loot. This won't replace existing mining methods. This won't replace existing fishing methods. They're not going replace. to No, this is. It won't you're thinking. Them. You're thinking of this as we could get a brand new sepulcher for this secondary agility skill. I'm thinking of it as you get some some agility XP for barbarian fishing. Oh, a little bit like oh, flash money yeah. XP. You know, that's kind of what I'm thinking. This is going to be like if I were a betting man. If you if you dredge the sea or you trawl some fish, you're going to get like. 20 to 30 secondary XP to every hundred sailing XP you mm. get. If that's even like a valid example. I yeah. don't think it's gonna be as as intense as like the the hit points to combat XP spread where it's four to one, but frankly it might be. Who knows? You know? I've not done a lot of driftnet fishing. I've done a lot of barbarian fishing, but not enough to notice. I've done a ton, but that's the thing. I don't even notice the agility XP I game. That's the problem, yeah. So for me, I don't know. I think the only one that might have some legitimate pull to really gain some good XP is the coral farming,
2: Mm.
0: and
1: that one seems like the most fun. It really does. I am. I am. Listen, man. (laughs) Let me dive underwater, find some rocks, maybe a cool fish. You know, that'd be yeah. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Like I think that adds. Of the secondary ones that they've mentioned i think that coral farming adds like the most new uh new element because like you're fishing woo you're getting fish we get the same fish potentially the same fish or we have potentially the same ore hopefully not but with at least with coral uh, farming you can dive down we talked about it in the beginning but you know you've got you've got new supplies you have new ammo you have new potions um, it's a it's an addition to the farming skill uh but it, it at at its core you need sailing for that to happen you well, maybe you don't because we have like seaweed, and that's an example of what could be what they could add this to fossil island if if sailing doesn't pass and they still want to add this portion it makes the most sense to bring it with with sailing. So the other ones they have are uh, monster hunting, which I think is pretty cool. Sea monster hunting, which That's would incorporate be... hunter, slaying, slayer, and sailing. Um, That's We talked grabbed. about it. Yeah, I think so too. I don't know says... how they're
1: going to balance it for like money versus repeatable boss versus pain in the ass to get there. <laughs> like if we look at some various examples, Hydra is not hard to get to, and you can kill a lot of it super quickly but it's gated by a slayer task. Mm-hmm. Um, Fizani's nightmare or just regular nightmare, minimal requirements to get there. You can kill it repeatedly. It's a pain in the ass to travel there. So it slows down the trips. You get something in the more medium range, like Zalra. medium requirements to get there, repeatable a lot, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. I think depending on how that spread looks is how sea monster hunting is going to go, period. Um, because i don't know i i again i'm hard pressed to believe that they're going to i don't know i'm i'm hard pressed to believe they're going to give us a repeatable hunter boss that you need without a task that gives high reward output you know like they have sure. to bar it behind something cuz they know this will eventually be botted of course so of course. it's and either not going to be rewarding or it's or insane. not going to be as rewarding and that would suck you right or it's I don't know i it's it's gonna be fun, I'm excited for it I'm again, this is one I need more information on, you know
0: hmm mm-hmm. yep, and then they have we talked about it already, but mineral dredging and then deep sea trawling, so the intensity is on in here, so deep sea trawling apparently is gonna be low to medium click intensity, so I would imagine you the the basics of it is like you are have your net behind you and you're clicking. Different parts of the ocean, and that's 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 why it's low click. It's like move here, move there, and maybe you're following air bubbles. Maybe you're following a, a certain path. Uh, mineral dredging is medium click intensity. The one that's high click intensity is this the sea monster hunting, and then coral farming is low. Mm-hmm. Of the secondaries, I think I think again coral farming is going to be my my favorite. Sea monster's probably second favorite mining and then fishing but the cool thing is it's like this is not the end all be all for secondary gameplay this is just mm-hmm. kind of what they've what they've uh proposed yeah so at the end of the day you know we've got we've got a lot of options this is kind of what is coming potentially with release because if you think about sailing okay just think about sailing what else could they add as a secondary that we already have Obviously, agility potentially, if they want to go with the sepulcher style, because they talk about boat racing, but that's, I don't know that that would at I don't know that that would give you agility XP. But maybe there's going to be some sort of functionality where, you know, you're going to be jumping off your ship to run on a ledge and like, you know, move us move something and then you jump back off the ledge and you back a, back onto a your repeatable
1: ship. Repeatable Dragon Slayer two. Sailing themed <laughs> agility course, baby. <laughs> Woo seventy seven agility. You get the running but wet course. Oh my gosh, it's just who running knows. But wet. It's you, unlike the prif where you get the crystal shards or a regular rooftop course where you get um, marks of grace. Maybe you get. I don't know. Barnacles, or something, if you could trade him into some pirate guy, and the pirate guy <laughs> will give you some fancy hats. Mm. I don't know, like, mm. there's maybe there's like something stupid like that to add in for agility.
0: You said barnacles, and I instantly thought of uh, SpongeBob for some reason. Barn- oh, barnacle, <laughs> but other skills you could have, uh, I mean, crafting. Do you think they'll add crafting and construction requirements to sailing? I, I would know. imagine.
1: I mean, yeah, it, it seems a little sus that you can build like uh a redwood encrusted gilded hull of your ship with 40 construction. Like that just doesn't <laughs> seem like it makes a ton of sense. Right. You know? right. I don't Absolutely. think I don't think sailing should be gated behind construction or crafting. I think it should have to play into some pieces. Like, I think if you want to do things like major hull upgrades, you might need higher level construction. But I think in order to, like, the sailing level has to be the highest. Yeah. Like, if you're getting a new hull upgrade and it takes 80 sailing, 60 construction, 60 crafting. Like, that seems like a fine balance. Because if you're like, if you lock something behind ninety sailing, ninety con, ninety crafting, that that's that's rough. Unless it's Unless a flex you can item, boost. like it is. It is one thing to have some items that show off prestige in in the game, and I think there is like a the space demonic for thrones. That. <laughs> uh in in construction, like
0: you're building the absolute biggest money sinks. Like, why do you need a demonic throne other than to say you have ninety nine construction?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, the stuff like the gold sink and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Where I don't know, you you don't. Yeah. It's like you need something like that, and I'm sure there will be something, you know, gilded rudders or some shit that like have the <laughs> same. It, it has the same functionality, but it's just expensive. Mm-hmm. That would be cool as hell if they did like a a gold or a diamond plated like ship facilities yeah like you're it's the same cannon but it's just gold and it costs 50 mil to put in oh gosh like i think i think there's definitely room for that with like high construction (laughs) requirements but i think off the rip it should definitely have some sort of requirement that shouldn't be that high Mm -hmm. you know yeah
0: so like the way i look at it is like you have a bunch of stuff on your ship you have the i have, i have no knowledge of ship parts so please forgive me but like you have the front part you know how like on ships they have like a mermaid decoration like on the front oh. that part could be purely cosmetic but it could show off that you did you know you could get like a a raid item if they have something in a raid that is a cosmetic upgrade for your ship like high invo cosmetic rewards that you get from tombs of a Masket, they could do stuff like that for like a, an underwater raid mm-hmm. you get a you get a really rare front mantle ornament piece and when you're when you're driving your ship around it's like whoa that's cool um other skills i think i mean we've already kind of talked about the the main ones mm-hmm. i can't see a use for wood cutting fletching thieving uh smithing the main ones are probably going to be the like the artisan skills mm-hmm. or the the support skills, but do they talk about any of that stuff in this blog? I didn't read through it that extensively to know um the the after the after the tertiary gameplay, there's a bunch of gameplay scenarios which I'm going to read through after we get done. but as far as any of this stuff we're talking about, do,
1: do you know if, if we, <laughs> are we just speculating on stuff they've already talked about? I think we're we're speculating on some of the stuff that's like out right now. I'm I'm a little shook. You're I'm shook? I'm a little shook. I got a Discord notification just now. I want to go look at it in another server I'm in. Hot off the presses. I'm not trying to 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 take our ship off course. Hot off the presses. We recently ran a second beta for the Ruinous Powers, a highly anticipated prayer book proposed as a reward for Desert Treasure 2. We intended to run this beta until Wednesday, but we've made the difficult decision to end the beta early and shelve the Ruinous Powers. Today, we'd like to cover the reasons as to why and inform you oh. of the future of Ruinous Powers or additions to prayer in old school runescape. The new prayer book has been binned as of like half an hour ago. Oh, my gosh. They give a whole reason. If you're not interested in reading the full blog, we put together a little TLDR. It's like this whole big rationale that like the ruinous powers are just the standard prayer but better, and players aren't excited in the way you'd think. They're open to suggestions. Oh they didn't anticipate the volume of work required to deliver on the community's desire for new prayers. They talk about power creep. Like There's... They said, at the very bottom, this isn't us closing the door on new prayers, new prayer books, or additions to prayer entirely, and we'll let you know when the time feels right to have these conversations again. Dog. Bro.
0: This is, like, raw reaction to this. Yeah. This is literally hot
1: off the... Like, we're recording June 19th, 1252 p.m. This came out June 19th. Uh, god i'm gonna see what time this message came in on this other discord i'm in um this was uh, literally 20 minutes ago yeah 20 minutes ago oh my gosh so they have officially binned it i mean i'm sure it's it's closer to an hour but like they have officially binned the new prayer book for for desert treasure 2 that's wild what is the point of desert
0: treasure 2 then why do we have a Grandmaster sequel to Desert Treasure without a massive reward? I mean, there's, the bosses, four, sure. there's four brand
1: new bosses. Oh, my gosh. Right? They upgrade one of the most easily accessible magic damage weapons in the game, right? <sighs> it furthers the lore. It gives us good stories. I do agree that they'll probably have to expand the reward pool for Desert Treasure too. now. Like, yeah they might need to go as far as creating a new ancient magic spell, and they might mm-hmm. need to go as far as like being super explicit about what the bosses are going to drop to have people yeah. not go crazy. You guys heard it here first. Oh, my gosh. Unless, of course, they release something prior to when this episode comes out. You heard it here first. Desert Treasure 2 will be delayed. Okay. Because the yeah. reward pool is not where they want it to be. It is not up to snuff for a good... Wow for a good update because if we look at, I guess let's look at the other three grandmasters and see what we got, right? Monkey madness Two: the unlimited teleport plus level 30 wilderness access to best in slot jewelry. um, A new training method, a patrol without having to be a monkey. Yeah. Boatloads of XP retroactively (sighs) speaking, but you know, it goes for all dragon Slayer Two: best in slot range damage. Cape, new areas to fight chromatic dragons uh i feel like i should look it up new dragons uh chromatic you, dragons it's a new in the myth to, guild well, you am talking
0: about like rune and adamant dragons are after dragon slayer 2 chromatic is the colors metal Sorry, is the,
1: oh but yeah you you're right where yeah, right. well, there is metal you're right i'm i'm the dumb one yeah metal <laughs> new metal dragons right the okay on the wiki and <laughs> this is not a joke for the rewards for Dragon Slayer 2, it says access to the Myths Guild. The first sub point, access to a pettable dog, <laughs> is one of the rewards. <laughs> um, you get Vorkath, which is a super good moneymaker. The mounted Myth Cape, ferocious gloves after Hydra. Like, you get a new dig site teleport. And yeah. then what do we even need to say about Song of the Elves? It's massive. You get Priff. That's 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 all you need. You, you know. <laughs> Everything what Song Like you say, oh, I did Song of the Elves. Everybody knows what you got. Yeah. What is Desert Treasure 2 gonna get? I gotta look this up. Oh, yeah. no. This is wild. Desert Treasure 2 uh, rewards. It says <laughs> five quest points, 100,000 prayer XP, the ability to repeat 000? the four bosses encountered during the quest for unique rewards and the ruinous powers. That was it. That was it. Desert Treasure 2. Desert Treasure. I mean, yes, which is is possible. Like, I'm not saying nothing is coming with Desert Treasure 2 now. It seems it's it's really tough. It's really tough to be like, yeah, here's Prif, but there's no gauntlet. Here's Monkey Madness 2, but there's no demonic gorillas. It's kind of how it feels. Here's here's DS2, but there's no Vorkath. You know, right. It's kind of how it feels like we're going to get some good stuff. I don't know. That's why I cannot believe this came up mid-recording, dude. That's <laughs> this is not staged. This truly, Michael said it is genuine. Um, Imagine if we had recorded yesterday, and then we're like two weeks late on talking about this. Yeah, no one would have given a shit. That's <laughs> I, and like I never even got to try out the Ruinous powers because like I, I didn't was, either. Oh man, that's wild, dog. That's that's truly wild.
0: I I can't m- wait to read through this and like because I'm I'm baffled. To me, it seemed it okay, having this preface this, having not done the betas, having really not read through the blog to give you know a good understanding of what it was, but just on just on the basis of do Grandmaster Quest and Unlock Prayer Book, that seemed to me like it was probably fine. And they could have worked harder, potentially, to balance things that where it made sense. But like, yeah, if it's just the regular spellbook
1: but better, why not? But I think the issue is like I I follow some PKers on Twitter. They were like, "Hey Jagex, we need quad eats," and they were AGSG mauling like a hundred and eighty damage to new prayers. Mm-hmm. You're not going to out eat that. You're dead. Then just immediately. Okay. If that's the case, then why not just like. Nerf them in PvP combat. But you if you can AGS Mall 180 damage or whatever it was in PvP, what does that do in PvM?
0: Well, that's. What, is that do that what, is that <laughs> what does that do to Verzik? That was the exciting part. What is that?
1: Well, yeah, that's the exciting part, but there had to be some sort of trade off. Like mm-hmm. there's. So all of the spells, we'll use spell books as an example. They all have some sort of trade off right if you're on lunars you can cast vengeance and you can heal other and you can pot share but you can't freeze anything right if you're on ancients you can freeze things you have access to super powerful combat skills you got no teleports if you're on rcs you have thralls but otherwise your magic is really lacking spellbook wise like there's not many spells other than the demon bane spells that you cast on the rcs spellbook mm-hmm. right and then standard, you get a little bit of everything. You get some good utility, you get some teleports, you get some decently powerful offensive spells on the high end, but like Sangstaff and Trident are still better than uh what's that last one? Fire Surge. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I would I would just most people would rather use the other one. Yikers, dude. I I feel like that was the, the problem they were having was. It was just objectively better. Like there wasn't a, a trade off like they initially thought. And the ruinous powers were just the the current prayers we have, but a lot better from what yeah. I'm reading here and from what I've seen on Twitter. This Ooh. might be the downside of community consultation,
0: because it's like you're trying to give people their cake and let them eat it too. In the sense but. that you ask people, okay, in this spell book, would you want to have protection prayers? Well, of course. This game runs on protection players. Well, okay, so now we have to have protection prayers. And would you want you would they, they they went down the list and they asked people what they want. And at the end of the day, people are going to want the best things, obviously. And there was no thought whenever people were voting on this stuff to say, "Yeah, but the this has to, we can't have protection prayers because that's the trade-off." Well, if you're doing content that doesn't require protection prayers, then that's when that spellbook might be able to shine. Um, I think, honestly, I think the trade-off was they drained really quickly. Like, it used a lot of prayer points. So, like, you're not just going to load this up as a mid-level account and use the Ruinous Prayers. This is going to be end-game stuff. So, I think for, like, 90, maybe 75% of the player base who really, like, you know, it's still in the mid-game, still maybe early, late-game, um, it may not even have been something that people consider so you, they're kind of catering to two groups of people they're catering to the really efficient high high level end game people and they're they're catering to pvp and saying this is overpowered instead of really and uh, really guys listen we just this just dropped ne- neither oxy or I have read this so these are just thoughts and opinions without having read it to mm. to understand jagger's opinion but they could have potentially just, uh, you know, added balancing in for certain situations. Yes, you can hit 180 in PvP, but either disable it or, um, you know, nerf it in PvP situations.
1: But what's the point? That's, that's my thing. If you're going to add it and then... The whole point if is... But if, no, but <sighs> if you're going to add it and then nerf it in certain situations, your assembler works perfectly... Unless you're fighting Zalro, The Bow of is the best weapon in the game. Unless you're in a raid, then it's nerfed because it's too strong. Have you seen <laughs> the <bow> fun PvP? <laughs> when people do the three item of like, oh God, D4 Drake post something that crashed. Dragon bones. Dog. Dragon crashed. bones have crashed. Well, they've only crashed down like two hundred coins. Okay, it's not that much. The graph well, it makes like it more. look like the graph, the graph makes graph, it look like it's like thousands. Oh, but man. dude,
0: people are probably selling all their dragon bones they had. Like buy, they dragon, had uh, buy dragon
1: bones. Um, yeah, this might be a good time. Yeah, they're only twenty minutes in. Uh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I just think like, uh, this no. Seems... The, the point is that
0: yes. If you nerf it in certain situations it seems silly. You have your assembler but it only works like to to say the main the main reason is because they couldn't balance it for all situations. That just seems dumb. Like but, but they're not adding a new prayer book to cater to the PVP community. That's not the point. Like you
1: can't even use certain prayers in Bounty Hunter, but this dramatically changes it. I don't think it's a matter of like dramatically. Now we have thralls that add three damage every four ticks to the enemy. Ooh, right. But we're talking about thralls. We're talking about stuff that like this is going to affect world record speed run times for PVM. This is going to affect every bit of combat in the game. Like you say, sure. I say sure because the game has to
0: evolve the the game has to change i don't want to stay in the same 2007 scape for i don't you know, know how this many game times to be viable it.
1: this is not 2007 scape anymore if i you know guys still think this is 2007 scape you are it's it's mad mistaken i want this game to progress
0: i should say i want this game to progress over the next 5 10 15 years to where we are still talking about it and it's not it's not just a stale game. And 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 I think that updates like this add depth to the game. And if it dramatically
1: changes it, it dramatically changes it. We're not going to progress without... All, all I'm going to say is, look at where that got us last time. We're in this situation because, eh, if it changes things, it changes things. That's the yeah, whole reason why you and bad. I are talking about this.
0: RS3 bounced back. There's a ton of people that love that game. ton of people. And maybe it wasn't the right time for them to do that. But I think to say that, I don't know, it just seems weird that they pulled the content. They they asked people what they wanted. They asked people and we voted yes. And now they're pulling it all together. They're not even saying, hey, this is, we're extending it out. Like, they could have said, hey, we're going to push the quest back to December, so that we have more time to figure out what we want. No, like the quest is still coming out. We're still getting a grandmaster for now endgame quest for now, but we're still getting a grandmaster
1: endgame quest with with essentially no rewards, and it just seems dumb. I I from from what I've seen, I've been worried, and I wanted to try it out, but I don't think it's the worst decision in the world. It sucks. I think it's really gonna like yikers cuz you're right it does dramatically affect desert treasure 2 cuz mm-hmm. what are we going to get as a reward now um yeah. unless the boss is absolutely just shit out gp but i don't want just another gp
0: boss i think that like but a the lot game, of
1: people I, do i
0: understand that but like can, is that the ex- is that what updates are going to be is it just going to be new quests, new boss, more money? I'm to the point in this game where I don't need money. I, that's me personally. I don't care. But you're about also GPU.
1: you're also not pushing for max gear. We've run the calcs. I think Fear and I were in a call one day. We ran the calcs. It's like six point eight bill for absolute max mm-hmm. without any of the special like Elijah's spirit shields and shit. Yep. Like. Yeah, Sphere just said seven bill for all the spec weapons included. You know, Karazi, right. Dragon claws, things like that. But there's people who have all that and they still only do like raids and, because and because that's the kind that's the kind of challenging content they enjoy. You don't need money for what you want to do. But you and I both know one point two bill. Your one point two bill, my one point seven, ain't the end all be all for gear. It ain't the end all be all for account progression. Yeah. 2277 is the end all for level progression for now. But you and I both know you got a lot of game left to play. Right. The clog, the you know other than, every clue other than master clues, right? You've got all sorts of stuff left in this game to do. And at some point, you might just want to mix things up with a fun, repeatable boss that is rewarding. Right? right. Some content that we feel is fun is not rewarding to us anymore. I love Barrows. I'll always love Barrows. It's one of my favorite bosses in the game. its I call it my guilty pleasure boss. It's not my go-to boss anymore on my main account. It's not rewarding in the way I need it to be anymore. And when more rewarding, when we get a Phantom Muspo, when we get a Vorkath, when we get a Zolra, who is a boss for the people, as it were, that makes consistent money, people do want that. You know, I don't, I understand what you're saying where it's going to get stale if we don't get new things into the game. But I think if the way they're going about it raises alarm bells for some of the best players in the game, not the like autumn elegy, I want this just like it was back when I was a little baby because I still am a little baby, right? People like we just talked to solo mission and he released a video i didn't get a chance to watch it but it was called new prayers new problems and i would think that's a guy who's pretty on board with changing the game mm-hmm. right when when the people who are on that higher end are like yo this is this is giving me some red flags Mm. Don't get me wrong, I don't take their word blindly. I follow, not even that I follow, people on, like, the high-level community, particularly the high-level, like, Grandmaster community, will pop up on my feed all the time with these just, like, you know, oh, sailing is the dumbest thing ever, you know, forestry is stupid, this is pointless. Like, oh, that's right, I didn't ask, kind of opinions, you know, so I get that. But some of the shit that I've been seeing is just spooky, you know? And new prayer book, but better, Maybe not the right time. I think new prayer book with new stuff, that's wildly different, that has a different utility. But you're right. How do you make a new prayer book notably without protection prayers? If there's no protection prayers, it's not a combat viable prayer book. And if there's protection prayers, what is so different that makes it different from the standard prayer book? I think that's the issue. Mm -hmm. So I think at the moment, the better route to revisit prayer would be... You have from 78 to 99 to add new prayers for the standard prayer book. What do we do about that? Are there hybrid protection prayers? Is there a range mage? Is there a melee range prayer that we could toss in at like the 96, 97 type level? You know? Absolutely. I think that, to your point, like expanding
0: the regular prayer book might be the, might be the move. There's nothing saying it has to be a completely different prayer book. Mm-hmm. but adding ones to the ones we already have could be a viable way to make this end game quest viable as a reward. And it doesn't even have to be tons. Mm-hmm. It could be like three,
1: and it would still be amazing. Yeah, I think that, that that might have to be, if they want to compromise in the direction of prayer, that might have to be the direction they move. Yeah, because uh. we could
0: do 85, 92, in like, I don't know, 96. And those are your end game prayers. And they can be cracked because that level justifies it. Prayer is expensive. And a lot of people stop at like 85.
1: But are they are they so cracked that piety no longer has a point? Are they so cracked that yeah, rigor and augury not? no longer have a point? I mean, point? not are rigor they, and augury. But, yeah. are, but at that point, if rigor and augury. I would argue the only one that people really want to preserve is rigor, right? Because augury and preserve are in the bin as it is, and augury doesn't give a magic damage boost, right? right. So what do we have space for on the prayer book? That doesn't already there. We have space for, um, what's it called? We have space for magic damage boost. We have space for what else? Because a lot of other things that are on here, rigor, piety, redemption smite protect item it's there's already something for it sure so that's the whole
0: prayer book in itself you see how they have thick skin rock skin steel skin like and then piety i think that's the point of the regular prayer book is it takes prayer progression into account so if you had desert treasure Two release a new replacement to piety I could see that being something that, I mean, I would at least go for it. Um, if it was, right now, the current level is 70. So you have a, a level jump from, what is that, 28 to 70? From the next one, like uh, 34 at the max. So essentially, Piety replaces Steel Skin, Ultimate Strength, and Incredible Reflexes. And it gives you one for for all three of those. So if your next jump was level 90, for a new a replacement to piety, I think that would be absolutely acceptable. And you use piety until you're level 90. And then from level 90 on, it's going to drain your prayer faster, but you have you have more max hits. And then you can keep the prayer book. I keep wanting to say spell book. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, you can keep the sense. prayer book. But I, I mean, don't know.
0: if If I was on the community consultation for this, that's what I would propose. I would, because I think I would, that we still need it. We still need a reward, and I think that's where my thought process is coming. From. Not not that I want to say like the the rewards that they are offering are going to be boring. Maybe maybe deep down inside, I I do believe that because I don't really care for Muspa. At the end of the day, that's like the most recent quest, repeatable boss. Um, it's like ooh, the money slug. Yay, Vorkath. At least Vorkath. At this point, you only have to do it like 50 times at the very least, and then if you want to, you can quit. Uh, same with Muspa, I guess. If you want to get the icon and then leave, maybe that's how the new the new Desert Treasure bosses will be. If you just want to get the ring upgrades and go, you can. But there just has to be something. There, there I feel like there has to be something.
1: I think i in the new prayer book. Looking at it. It seems like there's room for damage reflection and damage reduction, because I think yeah. that could that could serve pretty well as like because that, that would cut through prayer pretty quick. If you used a damage reduction prayer to reduce the enemy's max hit by ten percent, but it's level ninety-six and it drains your prayer with piety and a protection prayer on, you're sipping a restore every thirty seconds, right? To keep your mm-hmm. prayer off the floor. I think that's got some of something. I'm uh, uh, damage reflection. Everyone thinks two words. What are the two words people are thinking of right now, Michael? Soul split. That's where that's where the problem with damage reflection comes in. Got to be careful with that. I think there's space for it, but I think it's got to be like thrall DPS output space. Ring of recoil output space. Right? Mhm. I think there's room for it somewhere. Mima made a joke: tier 99 prayer that protects your whole inventory in the wilderness and gives dung to the PKer. Maybe a double protect item slot. That'd
0: be sick. Oh my gosh! At 90
1: prayer, you can protect two items now. Right? It's be because cool. it it adds the it adds the confidence of like, oh, I can take my my Slayer helmet, my Trident, my torture, not my torture, my tormented, my occult. And, or maybe not my, maybe not my occult, maybe my ancestral top and bottom, right? Maybe I've got those five things you I'm don't taking skull with me. Up, yeah So it's got, it's got that like confidence, but it also has that risk of like, boy, howdy, you better not get smited. <laughs> boy, howdy, you better have skull protection turned on. Yeah, because yeah. now instead of like losing a Slayer helmet, now you're losing a Slayer helmet and a Trident. Or you're losing a Slayer mm. helmet and a Tormented. Or you're losing a Slayer helmet. See what I mean? Like, Yeah. I, I think there's space for that. I This is... I, I'm looking at the time and we have like an hour or so because Michael has a, an IRL obligation to do. Mm-hmm. So we are time-gated and on my list of things I figured we were going to talk about, fundamental changes to the upcoming grandmaster quest was not on my bingo board for this episode. So <laughs> it did, it did kind of spring us into a whole different conversation. Genuinely, it's been like 40 minutes and frankly, I don't even think it's a bad conversation to have. I think it's it's yeah. awesome that we caught this raw in the moment and yeah. it sucks that they're not coming to the game. How are we looking at sailing? Let's let's try to bring this in a little bit, up? so you and I don't <laughs> have to like speed run the second half of the show. Um, yeah. How are we feeling about sailing overall? I guess for me, I am I, I like it more now. I liked it before when they were giving us the potentials. I like it more now that I have a bit more concrete grasp. It, it's mm-hmm. for me. It's it's both sides. I like it more because I understand it more. I have so many more questions. <laughs> yeah, there are so many things that I'm like, but what if? Right. But I have why? now that. But what if and but why? I guess you know there are there are so many things I have to ask. Left, and I think that's good because that's gonna get the community talking because i are a betting man i'm not the only one who feels that way with lots of questions so that's i guess my final little bow tie for sailing is update like 90 percent good with more to come yeah i'm way too skeptical about the tertiary stuff to consider it um we never touched on the i know you're just about to talk about like the gameplay scenarios yeah and we just like it's like gameplay scenarios and ship customization (laughs) and we're just like hold up we got some we got some hot news um i the only thing that really stands out to me it's cool that they are making like no mobile known because this is the first time they've really kind of like developed something new not specifically with mobile in mind but like in no up like in the temporos blog they weren't like and it's easy to do on mobile you know they didn't update hard mode tab and be like entry mode is doable on mobile like this is this is pretty cool that they're showing some mobile specific stuff yeah but. and it highlights the difference in intensity and how with like the npc crewmates that we didn't even talk about at all uh how you can do intense activities without having it feel so intense you know saving cool for other skills man that demon that demon uh first mate the demon cabin boy oh my god it's got to be the demon cabin boy <laughs> xp waste 2023 demon cabin boy <laughs> If it doesn't come into the game, I'll set us up in Falador, boys. Sure. Like we're... <laughs> cannons out. <laughs> cannons out. Oh, my God. No, we'll go to Port Serum so we can set up our cannons and we'll have our ship cannons at the same time. We'll oh, my God. Twice as many cannons. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> do people
0: load their cannons whenever they're in Falador? Is that a thing? Uh or are they just s- cannons You do. Out?
1: You do because that's what makes the cannon rotate okay and it fires at all the guards and when all the cannons are down the guards live for like two seconds so if there's cannonballs in it it'll just it'll rotate okay does the cannon fire when there's no npcs i don't know i don't actually know i've never been in a situation where we fire cannons without npcs i think it turns
0: like if you set it up you load it and you hit fire i think it still turns when there's no nobody around i've never been to a riot I should go, maybe if we're gonna riot for uh, these powers, ruinous power prou- prout ruinous <sighs> prayers, man, words are hard, um, maybe we would, so my bow tie for sailing is I am always the optimistical, optimistic skeptic in most things, so if you know me in real life and you spent any time with me, you'll know that I don't watch movie trailers because I just don't wanna know, and so part of me is is excited for the mystery, but that's the skeptic in me. It's like, is the idea of this strong enough that it can stand on its own two legs without more um, explanation? And I didn't think that sailing in the beginning could stand on its own two legs without explanation. So I'm glad that we're getting this. I'm glad that we have been told all of this information and it doesn't make me, it doesn't make me like regret not voting for it at the end of the day. Like, I don't think I'm at to the point where I'm like, man, I wish I did vote for this because this is so much fun. But you know, I still probably would be more excited at this point if it was shamanism that was being showcased, but I am excited. Uh, I'm, I'm more excited now than when, it originally was posted and when it originally was talked about. So this adds the depth that I needed and there's still a lot more that I haven't read in here. So like the gameplay scenarios, the ship customization, all that. I'm going to go back and read later and maybe we can cover that in a future episode if you guys want. Um but there's still more to come with sailing, which is great. This won't be the last time you guys hear about it from us. Um they're going to be potentially talking about like, you know, XP and the reward space and further discussions about gameplay so uh,
1: it's gonna be good it's gonna be good i it's think exhausting it's definitely gonna be exhausting, gonna it's be gonna be exhausting. For so long from us i'm sorry i'm not but like <laughs> i'm kind of sorry yeah as long as we can spread out the <laughs> as long as we can spread
0: out the, the discussion to where it's not like every single week we're just hashing out sailing
1: which i feel like it'll we've be done, fine like within like five or six episodes because like it's gonna be like leagues a couple of years ago, where <laughs> yeah. like you guys are gonna hear a lot about sailing like every other week, every three weeks, and then it's gonna die down for a while, and then all we slash Oxy is gonna talk about is sailing when it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> so like, oh, when it comes out,
0: you best believe that we're gonna be we're gonna, gonna be, gonna be all breaking it ship. down. Yeah, it's gonna be the hardest thing to come up with titles because it's all just gonna be like. Sailing episode
1: one, sailing episode we re- two. That would be funnier than hell if we truly really just like <laughs> did a saga of pond release. Like sailing that for two, sail harder. <laughs> sail harder. <laughs> we'll, see. Say, we'll see. sailing, sailing three, our... <laughs> sailing three sails end. You know, this is like... our podcast. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I think it's it's
0: time to to send these folks a break because, right, like you said, I am on a bit of a time crunch and we don't want to miss that so folks thank you so much for sticking around if you hang out a little bit longer we'll get to the fun stuff so we'll see you after this
2: hey how's it going name's tony some people call me fat tony i don't really know how i feel about that but welcome to my pizza shop uh this is tony's pizza Basis. Located, uh, out here in the wilderness. I, again, I don't know how to feel about that, but, uh, it's the, kind of the anger dealt, you know? I can hear you asking me right now. Fat Tony. Why are you out in the wilderness? Why are you out there? Well, I, um, I had to, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm fleeing for my life, you know? I had to flee, Mr. Lynn. There's this, uh, there's this nasty rumor about me that I, um, that I poisoned Old King Roald. Uh, I don't, that's, uh, um, there's no basis for that. So, you come into my shop out here in the wilderness, what you gonna get? I got everything you need to make a pizza. Got your cheeses, got your tomatoes. Hey, and if you kill a rat out there, I'm sure you could probably find some meat for your pizza, huh? but if you ain't into that, I don't know what to tell you. If you come out here, come out to the wilderness, I'll make you a pizza you'll never, you write, You write your mama about it. I know it's gonna be dangerous, right? I know that. But I'll tell you right now, it's worth the risk. Come and see Fat Tony. Come and see for yourself. Your time is valuable, and so is mine. I got some bandits to feed. They're getting kind of hungry. I'm going to hit you with my tagline and close it out. Here we go. The name's Fat Tony. I'm an expert in pizzas, both the making and the eating. <laughs> oh, real quick, before I go. If you ever out in Drano Village, I got a cousin named Fortunato. Tell him Fat Tony said, hey.
0: Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial break because I know that I sure did. It's part of the show now where we take a second to thank the people that make this all possible over on our Patreon. Um, You guys are amazing, each and every one of you. If you're in the KBD tier or the Wise Old Man tier, um, you get a personal shout-out or a tech shout-out. On the screen now is our Wise Old Man patrons. Thank you to everyone on the wise old man tier. Um, You guys are amazing. No new wise old man patrons this week, but um, if you do subscribe at the wise old man tier, the first week that you are subscribed and that we record an episode, you will get shouted out by name. And then each week after that, your name is on the screens. So thank you so much to every single wise old man patron. You guys are awesome. Amazing. Much love hugs and kisses, consensual hugs and kisses. Um, We can't, you know, can't do this without you guys. And uh one of the main benefits that you do get in the Wise Old Man tier and KBD tiers is uh besides shouting out, you do get access to the recording booth. So that is a amazing um I would I would probably call that one of the best tier unlocks that we have for our Patreon is access to like getting us live um instead of having to listen to it. Um when it comes out, like you get all behind the scenes stuff. You get to, you know, interact with us in a way that you potentially get your question or statement read on the show. So you always hear us say like so and so in the recording boot chat. That's us talking to the wise old man and KBD patrons. So um thank you so much, wise old man. Next up we do have some personal shout outs, and that's in the KBD tier. You guys are very, very cool, very, very awesome. We love you so much. Hugs and kisses, consensually, of course. So, um, we do want to give a personal shout out, starting with brooks 70 Oxy's Done, My Done, All of Our Done, Cloud Kicker, Dicky Bird, XP Enjoyer, Gay Raccoon, MB Jones, Legendary, Lil Drakey, The Lord Jake himself, Mark, aka I Steam, Mike Oxmall, MT Birchfield, Reclananis, Rylithian, Satanbot666, Soggy Waffles, Seppi J, Seth Shep, Skuma 92, Spartan Fire, Taco Ninja, The Big G Jordy, The Crayola Crayon, Toast No Toast, and Tiz Talk Coots. There was a point in time where I couldn't say Reclinatus, but I have that one down pat. Anyway, thank you so much to everyone in the KBD tier. Once again, you guys are amazing. If you want to join all these lovely folks on our Patreon, you can do so at patreon.com. Forward slash XP waste um, we're gonna be changing things up a little bit oxy and I have talked about some things that potentially get really excited about um, all of the shirts if you've been following the shirt saga for the last eight months all of the shirts up into the point where people like one-off message me saying hey I didn't get it or hey I forgot to fill out the form uh, they're all sent out I have no shirts in my house they're all in the mail so. If you're in the EU, uh you should expect those potentially within the next couple weeks. So anytime between uh the day this episode comes out to like a week or two after that. It just depends on how long it's going to take for the post offices to route them to you. But they are in the mail and um yeah, if you have any questions on anything about shirts, so just as a little disclaimer, not everyone who is a patron gets a shirt. So we had a thing where in October of 2022. If you are subscribed within the month of October 2022, we are going to send you a shirt. So if you think that you should have received one because you were subscribed in October of 2022, then message me and I will cross-reference what we have and potentially in I would say give it a month. So mid-July, if if you think you should have received a shirt and you haven't, message me and we'll work it out. I'll send you one. But other than that. All the shirts are sent. And I am so happy. Um, we'll potentially be having this design on our merch store. I want to work with the artist a little bit to customize it to where it looks good on different shirt colors. Because the one we have now, it's designed like exclusively for a tan shirt because we left everything pretty much blank. So like we would have to make it to where it looks good on a red shirt or a blue shirt or a green shirt, um, the design itself. And then it obviously wouldn't have the names on the back because uh, that's specific to the custom shirts that we made. So you may see the, the design uh, show up on our merch store, but we will definitely uh, tell you guys about that. And I was actually looking through my old files on my computer and I found the original concept. So on the screen now is the original concept that I had made and the final design, which you guys can see there. They're, it's kind of close, but um, it's the, the artist that we hired uh, his name is Warm on Discord. Um, he did a phenomenal job taking that concept and what we had described and bringing it to life. So that is that is our Patreon updates for now. Um, again, you can join uh, patreon.com forward slash XPWaste and um, we would love to have you there. Moving on now to our community question. So last week, we asked you guys in the community question, Where are you going to be cutting trees when forestry comes out? Lots of great responses. We actually have 19 responses this time. That's a lot more than we normally have. But starting us off, Iron Otis says, The magic tree is right in front of the Sorcerer's Tower. Has a special place in my heart. From hours of cutting and socializing. But use West Catherby will be more efficient, so I don't know. But maybe both. Honestly, anything in Catherby is pretty... Pretty nostalgic for me. I never really had the wooden cutting level to do any of it, but I always ran through Catherby and Sears Village in that area rather and saw people and saw people wood cutting. Lots of bots. But next up, we have the koi fish. They say nostalgic party at Drainor Village, baby. Then maybe magic's at Osidius because it's a really nice place. Oh, I forgot about magic's in in Osidious. If you go to the glade teleport. It's like two seconds. Like a two it's two tiles away from two magic trees, which is actually pretty good. So if you have a bunch of people chopping those magic trees, you're spawning events and you have the boost. So get your friends and go to Hosidius. Joel says, I think I'll have to go to the Classics Willows, just below Drainer Village for nostalgia, of watching bots get ragged by that mage wandering around the area. Good memories from my youth. That that actually was one good memories, but also traumatic, me- <laughs> traumatic memories. Because you can't,
1: you can't wander too far. If can't- you're not prepared.
0: <laughs> if you are a low level, you are going to die because they do not relent. They chase you. Like even if you run into the bank, like there, those mages will chase you. It's like the Dark Mages South of Varrock Part Two. Uh, this person's name is just numbers. So for the sake of maybe not reading off their phone number, I'm going to say this person <laughs> says prif. Got to get me the crystal shards too. Hell yeah, uh, that's a great point because there are so many. There are so many good trees in Prif. Well, watch you're it
1: cutting, not. No, watch it not work in Prif. I'm kidding. Uh, no. It'll work. In <laughs> it's gotta work.
0: The crystal shards is gonna be nice. Maybe that'll maybe that'll make like uh, uh, divine pots go down for a while because so many people are getting crystal shards. Moving on, Moist Sean says only got sixty-one wood cutting. The spot sixty-one. Sean, wood cutting is the easiest skill in the game. They anyway. don't
1: call him Moist for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> or I think that's what he said. What a couple of weeks ago. So <laughs> they don't call me Moist Sean for. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> they call me
0: Moist Sean for a reason. Exactly. Um, the, the spot behind Sears Bank and Drainar Willows are also some personal favorites, primarily because of nostalgia. I don't know a good use spot though. Hey, Sean, if you get your wood cutting up, they've got some pretty good spots in Prif. That's just Robbie
1: <laughs> Can Sean cut you? But 61, yeah, you can 61 you can. Hey, that's
0: actually <laughs> listen, that's all you need for a Dragon Axe, so that's pretty good. Thormac, shout out to Thormac. Thormac says, U trees in Lumbridge. Never got to go there in free to play as a kid, but I remember seeing my friend cutting it with other free to players during middle school, and I always wanted to do it. There are U trees in Lumbridge. There's one that's in that little uh little graveyard area kind of funny like the starting area but it has one of the one of the end game trees nathan g says my members wood cutting place of choice is going to be used west of catherine i spent so much time there making money in rs2 back in the days of profitable skilling i had a friend and this is a side tangent but i'm gonna uh make it quick i had a friend his name was red space 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 white and he was the richest friend that I had back in like 2006. He had a he had a Santa hat, and he was only 92 wood cutting, only 92, and that man could afford a Santa hat. So this is probably back when they were maybe like a hundred mil, maybe. So I don't know. I I kind of wish I did that. Like he would just he, he the nostalgic place for me is like south of Falador. He would hang out there all the time. If you logged in on his world, he was south of Falador cutting yew trees. So I may hang out there for a little while in, in memory of Red White. And if you're listening Red White, Nike Mikey says, hey. <laughs> Matt says, I better be at Redwoods by then. Otherwise, I XP wasted a little too hard. Um, June 28th, we have about 10 days. Maybe, no, about
1: a week. When this yeah, episode like, comes out. <laughs> you have uh six days Seven, two weeks one is 28th because it's it's 19 right now yep you have uh six days you got this oh man
0: well you can do it but hey redwoods aren't you know nothing's really gonna nothing exciting is going to be happening with redwoods with forestry so maybe don't cut redwoods Grant says, I would love to stop by the Draenor Willows, or maybe the U's next to the GE. The U's in the... Ge- I feel like this is the second... Because I read through these. No, that's the only one. What no, are they're they're the ewes ones... by the GE? Is it like behind the castle? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's it's actually, the best
1: like, free-to-play wood cutting yeah, or One of the big ones.
0: That's pretty nostalgic for me, too. Because I remember being back there and like being afraid of the bear, even though it's in a cage. Kid brain back then. Anyway, Frito Lay Seventeen says, "In my underwear." Excuse me. Okay, <laughs> the joke is over my head. Are you talking about wood in your underwear? Come on, now. This is a this is a family show. Alex says, "Magic's in Camelot or the maples behind the bank."
1: A lot of people want to cut in Catherby in Sears Village. I mean, I cut them maples for a long time on, like, all my accounts. So the maples in, in Sears Village are
2: hype. That's that's yeah. That's I cut yeah. there. You
1: did that on your Iron Man. For a long time, yes. For a long time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> young Mac says probably Eorzea. Eorzea. Where is that? Is that in, that's probably in RuneScape 3 or in some game that we don't play. Because Young Mac... He's like, hey guys, you can take me out of the clan because I'm going to be gone indefinitely. I'm like, yeah, no. Who's just going to kill Chompies. If you don't get that reference, you're not listening to enough XP waste. Cat says, I always enjoy maples near the Sinclair Mansion and I honestly can't think of how Horsea will change the way I play. For non-UIMs, you could cut farther from a bank um, if you have a Leprechaun Charms. Yeah, it's not going to be game-changing for... For UIMs, because they specifically said that they're not going to allow you to note logs. So, like chop, drop. That's that's about what you're doing. Dynamite says, "I'll be cutting down trees in the wilderness resource area." Anyone else is pretty much
1: a weenie hut junior. Hell yeah, that's the kind of answer I like right there. Slapping <laughs> his dick on the table and saying, "Now the resource area is mine." <laughs> I like that. I, I respect. The, I respect the hell out of that dog. I got love with you. That's awesome. That's
0: funny. Uh, e kinetics, oh e kinetics, e kinetics. I think that's e kinetics. Anyway, your name is interesting. Uh, I'll be cutting trees at Sears Village since there are uh, a variety of trees in a small area. It Seems like a reasonable place to be, bro. Everybody's going to be in Sears Village. So you're going to be Sears Village or like, or like Draenor, from what it sounds like. <laughs> I love this one. <laughs> Um Rasik says, hell nah. <laughs> Just, they're not gonna be cutting trees. <laughs> hell nah. Uh
1: real crazy says, I'll be wherever the clan is.
2: No.
0: Now
1: that's a good answer, right there. That's that. a good answer.
0: Man, can they put trees? Like they can can they put like willow trees and yew trees and stuff in the clan hall? Can we plant them? Like if you take a hundred willow saplings, or like a thousand use samplings. So we could just have a permanent tree in the clan hall that'd
1: be cool i think that's that's a we don't get ruinous powers so let's get some clan hall upgrades <laughs> clan hall upgrades please uh tohi says no trees please love you guys by the way yes are epic Yaws are epic he said forestry sucks but you guys don't so <laughs> i'll take it <laughs>
0: heart emoji And finally, on Spotify, Chris says, most will say drain or willows, but I've been burning. I've got a burning nostalgia for the willows on the lake outside of Lumbridge. Catch me there with my lumberjack gear and an infernal two-handed axe. My man. (laughs) I ain't. I ain't. My man. All right. That is it for the Spotify replies. Moving on to our YouTube replies. Not too many here. We asked the same question. Where are you going to be cutting trees when forestry comes out? Yes, sir, says magic trees at the Sorcerer's Tower. OG spot for magics. And with Sears Elite, it's easy to bank and telly back. The Sorcerer's Tower. Is that the one in Sears? Because a lot of people had said Sorcerer's Tower, but like.
1: Uh, that's the one. I don't remember. It's not quite in Sears. It's like right by Sherlock. almost. Oh,
0: it's south of Sears.
1: Yeah, it's where the scorpion catcher quest is. Yeah, is that I the building the you jump system. off of? Jump off of when you're doing that's agility the watchtower. No, oh, gotcha. Okay, no, 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 no. You're thinking of you're thinking of the church in in Sears Village So you jump off There's
0: of. magic trees there, or is that is there U trees?
1: I don't know. I, like I've done so many. I think I did according like a thousand to the laps. W- according to the map. There's there's U trees.
0: Okay, yeah. I jumped I I jumped off that thing about a thousand times and just kind of just like zoned out essentially. Next up, Callista Wolf says, absolutely use and Prif. The bank there is my favorite spot in all of OSRS with the anvil, furnace, and singing bowl and all of that. Hmm. That's, a, that's a good place to go. I, definitely it's either gonna be Draenor, Sears Village, or Priftinus. I feel like that's gonna be the hot spots. And finally, on our YouTube replies, Jordy says either old school use at the GE or for funsies or anywhere in Prif. My man Jordy." All right, guys, that is it for the community question. Thank you so much to everyone who did answer. If you want to answer this week's question, it will be, based on the blog, what would you like to see added or improved for sailing so far? We want to know. Because we gave a lot of our opinions.
1: I swear to
0: God. We want to know.
1: (laughs) If I hear, I think we should change it by not making it a skill.
0: (laughs) We're not reading those. I will read them, but we just won't... uh, you won't get the reaction. I'll just disappointedly shake my head. Yeah, we'll just at shake every single one. And it's going to be so quiet for all the audio only listeners. It's going to be it so is. quiet. So
1: it's going to be like the Hanani level pauses. Oh my gosh. Like wait. <laughs> we'll get Hanani back
0: on the episode so that she forces us to do a moment of silence for all these stupid answers. Anyway, with that, you can answer these questions over in the community question section on Spotify or the pinned comment of this YouTube video. My man Oxy is in mid yawn, and I'm gonna ask him to do <laughs>
1: achievement of the week. Yeah, sir, you can I'm, take uh, it away, <laughs> Michael. I'm a sleepy boy. I gotta level with you. I, you I think stayed I said up at the way top of late. the episode. I, I mean, I drove home. I, it was a listen. It was a long day. It's a long car ride to get back home, and then I still woke up at seven a.m. So <laughs> probably like post tournament, post museum day. I did stay up too late, but like. I should have been able to hang longer. Yeah. You know, were it were I not so just like exhausted. Um <laughs> it is achievement of the week time. I almost forgot for a second what she actually started talking to me for, but I remember it is time for achievement of the week. I've done it this time before the episode, so we're we, are, Woo! we are cheering, we are set, we are ready to go. I just got a rain bead from these elves. Rainers are only five K a pop these days? That's wild. Oh man. Five point seven, I think. But, yeah, I don't know why, man. Fading fast. Need to take myself a nap before practice. More coffee. I mean, listen, I wouldn't say no. But it's time we get rolling with Achievement of the Week. Kicking us off with the miscellaneous category this week. Got Clues. Got their Quest Cape. So not only do they now have Clues, they also have Quest Cape. So congratulations to you. Evil on Olive got their Diary Cape. You'll hear a little bit more from him soon. Bob Dole got his music cape and and skullman or spoonman spoon NM, in the in the discord got all of their champion scrolls, but didn't post about getting a champion's cape.
0: Oh yeah, I saw that
1: <laughs> so I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that spoon got his champions cape, which adds to the very he's part of the elite few now um who have the champions cape on the show but i don't know for sure so spoon clarify for us because you showed us the collection log you've got all of them but like where's the cape man you know anyways congratulations to our folks in the miscellaneous category Hopping over to the skilling section, we have quite a few 99s for you guys this week. Sergeant Soggy and his brother, whose username I could not make out in the screenshot, both got 99 strength at the same time. Planker achieved 99 agility, cruising his way to max. Nubfix, or formerly known as Level 3 Nub, Got 99 farming and 99 wood cutting. That's extra impressive considering that is a skiller account who I think have finally moved into uh, members because now there's 99 farming. So exciting stuff there. Suffix Isaac achieved uh, 99 farming and 99 cooking. Dave Dication, who I've been pronouncing as Dave Diction for a year or two at this point. Why uh, change now? Dave Dication, because I I can actually stop and read people's names, (laughs) because I'm not that much of a mumpty. Achieved 99 Prayer. Um, Wonos also achieved 99 Prayer. It's a very holy week for folks, once again. Bob Dole achieved 99 Range and 99 Hit Points.
0: They were a prayer thing. They were were getting prayer for the Ruinous
1: Powers, but R.I.P. Truly, (laughs) R.I.P. Jaharis achieved 99 Slayer. Evil on Olive, once again, back, uh, I think it's our second double-double this week, with 99 attack, mage, and defense, all, like, at the same time, too, out in the desert. Dinosaur achieved 99 prayer. Fumble Swing achieved 99 fire-making. Hunchy34 achieved 99 strength and 99 range. Elagio's Friend, who's, once again, name I couldn't make out from the screenshot, achieved 99 fire-making. I believe that was his first ever 99. Smiley Prophet achieved 99 strength, and A Frightened Couch achieved 99 cooking. Remember how at the top of the episode, I said we're guaranteed to talk about RS3 for just a little bit? Yeah. There was an achievement that I had to watch over again because it was a video. Loopyland achieved 99 Hunter Divination Construction Rune Crafting Mining, smithing, woodcutting, cooking, and fletching. Nine ninety nines. Oh my gosh! In the same tick in RS three. That's amazing. Now, Granite ninety nine is not as impressive as RS three, from what I have been told, as an old school player, because yeah. he just like popped open a chest and all ninety nines hit at the exact same time. Yeah. So that's pretty cool.
0: He did say he also got it at the end of like the double XP weekend or whatever which is again that's not to say maxing your account is not not impressive. I think yeah, it is. Yeah,
1: and and we're not and we're not downplaying the achievement no, it's because an achievement, he got maybe. 999s at one time. Hell yeah. So congratulations to you Loopyland, even if you're playing the wrong version of the game. <laughs> Finishing up the skilling section, Shinkiro achieved 2k total level, Tanto Tricks achieved 2100 total level, and Spari achieved 2200 total level. So Two of you have new worlds you can play around in. Tanto tricks, you have a really long time before you get to another one. At least yeah. that's how it feels for me. Finally, wrapping things up for Achievement of the Week this week, we have the combat section. Ooh. We have two fire capes, though they're not people's first fire capes. They're the first fire capes on the account. But I'll be damned if we don't have first <laughs> fire capes in Achievement of the Week. Elagio achieved his first fire cape on his group Iron Man and Rusko achieved it on his Iron Zerker on mobile. Whoa. If someone could explain to me why Iron Men are creating PK build accounts, that would be great because frankly, I don't get the point of why we're, why we're killing.
0: You don't get combat XP in the wilderness on an Iron Man. So it do, like, you don't have to, you don't level up by killing people. But that's you my don't understanding. get anything from killing people. You kill them and you pick it up on your main. Or they just like completely just... It, but, but is it like if it's in the form of it. a key, is the key just like deleted? Yeah. If they don't, you know, you can just delete the key. Some people don't care.
1: So that's no, my sink. question is is why. So someone, Rusko, if you could explain that, that'd be cool. We have some more firsts this week. swole? achieved his first Zalra kill. Kevbot also achieved his first Zalra kill. Binding Bink achieved his first gauntlet, and Lo and Infamous Boy One both achieved their first corrupted gauntlet KC. We've got some kits, as always. Gingertron 93 and Gay Raccoon both achieved their Missouri crafting kit. Moving into the combat achievement section of the achievement for combat. I <laughs> gotta think of a better name for what's in the game. I don't know. <laughs> Foolish Buana, my boy Leo Nasty, and Swifty 07, which I think is hysterical, all achieved their elite combat achievements this week. Why is it funny that Swifty 07 got his elite combat achievements? My man said, I haven't logged in in a year, and I came back, and apparently they changed the combat system. So (laughs) guess we've got elite combat diaries done. So what a time. It is, however... Time to end achievement of the week on not one but two absolutely massive achievements achieved by beloved clan mates this week. Recycle, please, and Troll in the same week both receive their first infernal cape. Whoa, nice. I have been seeing, I know I've been seeing Troll doing it in VC, and I just haven't been able to hop in. you could tell when someone's in there every single day, other than me, right? When someone's in the Inferno every day, it's right around the corner, Mm -hmm. right? I didn't even know Recycle was in the Inferno that frequently. I've just, like, kind of seen stuff on occasion. Um, I think it's funny. uh, Someone posted in Levels and Achievements, like, hey, I made it to Zuck, and I almost made it through healers. Like, I'm so close. And then, like, a couple hours later, Recycle plays is like, hey, your tweet inspired me. I got my cape. (laughs) Like... Yeah, And then he just went and did it the next day. So I know Recycle, Chris has at least two KC now. Uh, I don't know about Troll, though. But either way, you guys are finally free. And I bet it feels awesome, right? Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy your new cape. Stick a Trover parchment on it. Don't take it in the wilderness. But just in case, stick a Trover parchment on it. Yeah, It's going to screw up the bank slot. That's fine. Just, Just for your own sanity, stick a Trover parchment on it, right? And that wraps up Achievement of the Week. I just killed a fruit fly in my bedroom. Whoa. That wraps up Achievement of the Week. 10. I got Yeah, I got a, Bam. Rapid Slayer level. reflexes. Dun, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. At least I think that's what the Slayer sound sounds like. I don't know. Uh, anyways, yeah. thank you. You guys are awesome. I don't know why I'm thanking you for posting your achievements. If you want to post them, though, head over to our Discord, discord.gg forward slash OSRSTNL. Link for that will be in the description down below. And then uh, you guys can join and hang out and do all that fun stuff. Post about all the all the cool stuff you're doing, all the sick-ass achievements you guys are achieving. Like we said, we do not discriminate. Any achievement is a good achievement, and we are excited to see it. Um, yeah, come hang out. We have, as we always say, objectively the best RuneScape Discord in the entire world, we're closing in on Michael's departure time, which means we are at the light at the end of the tunnel. Michael, my friend, do you have a fun question for us this week? I do. Are you ready? my dear I am Oxy? ready. So, this one actually comes from a frequent
0: fun question enjoyer named Dinosaur. They're just popping off with the good questions. Um, this is more so fun for Oxy. I've read through this question <laughs> and I was like, Hey, did you see the one that dinosaur posted? I'm like, no. He's like, okay, I'm going to get some water. Uh, you read through it. I was like, okay. Thinking that, okay. And originally I thought that somebody posted a question about a dinosaur, like a dinosaur question, <laughs> but then it turns out it was posted by a guy named dinosaur in our discord. Anyway, the question is, say we get a new batch of TOA invocations. Kind of like a free DLC in another game. What kinds of mechanics and crazy stuff would you want to see added to the bosses of TOA? Anything devious? Like a Mind the Gap equivalent in the Zebex room, perhaps? I have arguably nothing. (laughs) I can... Okay, so I think that you should say yours, and we'll get the creative juices flowing. uh, And then I'll kind of chime in if something pops into my brain.
1: Don't worry, honey. It's my life's work to get your juice flowing. So let's let's make it happen. Um let's let's make it let's make it happen. Also, I just was notified in the recording booth chat that DWZK, you missed my first solar KC on Saturday night. Uh last Saturday? I must have missed that. That's my last apologies. Saturday. DWZK also achieved his first solar this week. Congratulations. <laughs>
2: No, Congrats. it's uh,
1: it's time to get to get back to it. We're cruising. So I, I did actually think about this because I saw this while I was out and was like, oh, what would be fun? And one of the first ones that came to mind is like Stay Vigilant 2.0, where, hear me out, the shadows in Akka also have protection prayers. Oh, my gosh. Opposite to what Akkas are. And they attack you in an off-tick cycle. No. <laughs> and it's like a 35-point invocation for Akka where... So, like, let's say Akka is protecting melee and range and attacking you with melee. The shadow would protect range and mage and attack you with range, just like Akka does. But, like, if it's, like, a five-tick cycle and Akka attacks on tick number two, the shadow would attack on tick number four. And then it would just, like, you have to flick back and forth and kill the shadow. But like maybe you compensate by giving the shadow less health. Okay. That would be that would definitely be a bit of a troll invocation there. Um another one that might just be kind of random. We randomize where the the eggs are gonna fly out at Kefri. Okay. And then we leave poop mountains where they stand. So it's it throws oh. off pathing all around the room. So pathing to get to like scarab swarms or You know, getting to the corner for your poop line. Yeah. Throws it off a little bit. Those are, I think those would be some good ones right there. I mean, maybe you add one like mind the gap for Zebic is insta kill on a chomp. Instead of there's no way it'll chomp twice, the minute Zebic bites you, you just die. That's, that's what that mechanic would be. Like, cause that, like you as a person, do not survive the jaws of a forty-five foot crocodile ever. Right? right. Or a hundred foot long, however it is. Um so I think a mind the gap equivalent would be just like if you get chomped you insta die. That would be rough. Yeah. Especially just, combined with like the the upset stomach. That would mm-hmm. be pretty rough. But nobody would ever just you just wouldn't go close.
0: And then you couldn't like uh you couldn't reduce its spec. Well, you could. I mean, you just could. Huge you have risk.
1: to. You have to walk it properly. Like, there's an achievement for, there's an achievement for killing Zebek with only melee. So it's very possible to do it without getting chomped and dying. But like, if you mess that up, just immediately dead. Because people do mess it up. Think about this. In order to get the little recolors
0: for the transmog of the pet, you have to put on all of the invocations. Would that would that would make it suck to get the Zebek one.
1: You ever tried to get the pet recolors michael no no it's gonna suck no matter what okay it's okay. gonna suck no matter what okay sure uh <laughs> boy what's another one i mean like the easiest one i can think of for wardens is like both wardens spawn at the same time and you have to flick between their attacks insanity um, three yeah oh my god what's, overclocked uh, three or like insanity two that would be pretty wild <laughs> what's the hardest one
0: is it insanity that makes everything just like crazy that like on the day of release we're like oh my gosh insanity we'll never do that insanity day of release was pretty insane yeah um, oh so it would be insanity two not insanity three it's guys i don't have let me two. pull up this stupid invocation
1: this is this is great
0: <laughs> <clears throat> osrs
1: uh, invocations you know what an absolutely uber fucked one would be hmm would be a horribly difficult like a hundred point scaling invocation, the removal of certain combat styles whoa, could you imagine like a no melee by the way invocation, yeah, where you just can't use a fang How or do you a get a through Aka? is yeah. the question. Oh yeah. That how do you get hard. through uh, uh, that's the only the only issue is how do you get through Aka? Um or maybe, maybe you make it so like yeah. you know like no overloads needed and you don't get overloads. Oh, no salts. No salts. Yeah, like I don't know. I, I don't think these necessarily make it more fun. I think they make it more challenging. Yeah. Um Absolutely. And I guess that's subjective whether or not you find that fun, <laughs> but you never said fun. You said TOADLC um oh the helpful spirit arrives at random times it's not after every other room the helpful spirit randomly appears so like you could get it where the helpful spirit doesn't appear until after rooms 3 and 4 or you get it after appears after room 1 and just have to like hold on to all your shit until the end of room 4 like
2: hmm. huh i've
0: got nothing honestly dude i've got nothing like i don't think i've I have not done enough TOA, and I am not familiar enough with the actual (laughs) invocation. Here's why. I'm not familiar enough with the invocations, because anytime I've gone on on a raid in TOA, somebody else has been the party leader, and they're just like, yeah, we're putting this, 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 and
1: this. Well, what mechanics do you know you don't like? Or what mechanics are the bosses that you know you do like?
0: (sighs) Okay, so the only one that I think I could actually have an opinion on is is baba because that's my favorite boss fight and so maybe an invocation that widens the gap for some reason just to make it more of a oh god like where you have like one safe tile on each side it would definitely make it harder um but it's again it's like (laughs) it's avoidable call it
1: get capped idiot (laughs) get (laughs) get capped
0: um, I think it's funny it's called Mind the Gap because that's a very British thing in a very medieval yeah. game. <laughs> um, Baba. So maybe an invocation that gave Baba a range attack would be kind of cool where she threw rocks at you instead of like if you're out of melee distance so that um, if you know you run away and you're at the rock, you would have to switch your prayer style. That'd be kind of cool. So that it's not just like pray melee the whole time. Because that makes the fight really easy. And like you yeah. would have to It
1: would it also really throw off red Xing too. Oh yeah. People would it'd... fucking hate that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it'd, be, like... it'd be pretty I mean people would hate most of the invocations I suggested. So trust me, that's not that's not a thing. But Yeah. Mima said bosses gain a chance to ignore
0: your protection prayers and defenses. That so just do they chip they damage. Not already do that? Yeah. Chip damage That's probably. My
1: question. <laughs> Damn Not. bosses.
0: How are we gonna make monkeys better? Because I want invocations that make that better. The monkey rooms. Maybe maybe if you if you turn on this invocation, and it's the only invocation that you turn on, um you have an insta-kill button that just lets you pass the monkey room altogether. Like the waves don't spawn.
1: Oh, that would be amazing. Okay. okay. We call it speed runner's choice. And the trade-off is you don't have to do any of the puzzle rooms specifically Uh not the monkey room boss's Mm -hmm. health and damage are doubled i would do that a hundred percent i would do that could you imagine an off prayer hit from akka hitting you for an 80 that would be and like that's really only worth it for baba Yeah, that's the thing it's like is that like who knows would that be a good one i don't know probably none of i don't think any of mine would be good i probably would be pissed if all of my (laughs) made it into the game but like that could be one to just like skip the puzzle room entirely or the whole raid
0: is just puzzle rooms like you don't do any bosses
1: that sucks (laughs) 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 i think i think that's just called entry mode michael i got look with you (laughs)
0: I want an invocation that disables all of the plugins. Like quality of life plugins for the for the puzzle room. Yeah, you can they have so you that have right now. Them.
1: It's called T O A Q O L and you just hit the little arrow so it's turned off and you don't use it. Hey.
0: <laughs> but people don't do that. People use them constantly. Well, I I'll die on this hill. I know no, wait, is that I won't die on this hill? I don't know. It's early. Maybe next week we'll have a fun question that I can actually
1: have fun with. I had a blast with this question. (laughs) I'm so glad you did. I was hoping you would read it ahead of time, like you normally do, and I wouldn't be so like you know. That's true. So here's what
0: I'll commit this to you. Anytime there's a fun question, instead of going off the dome, if it's a tough one like that, I'll read it and I'll put some thought into it. Because oh,
1: I won't. Don't don't make that promise. Because you know I won't. I'll just make shit up. That's true. That's true. Is it better off the dome? But listen, if I got nothing in the dome. That's worse than not off the dome. <laughs> well, I mean, I, uh, this may be the only exception where in the dome might have been better, but you know, you live and you learn. You live and learn. That's a good one. Anyway, thank you, dinosaur, for that question. Um,
0: I, did they give us an example? I don't know. They said, yeah. So oh, the, mind the gap. Is mind the gap. Okay, okay. I was because like I love it when you guys give us a fun question and then you kind of answer it for yourself, so we know where your where your uh, head is at. But if you guys want to leave us a fun question, you can do so in our Discord. If you're a patron, we have a Fun Questions Discord channel. So uh, you're more likely for your ch- you know your question not to get buried, more likely to be seen. But you can always message us on our social media or on uh, our email. Send us an email with your fun question. The best way to give us a fun question is via postcard. I've got an entirely new... Uh, corkboard behind me and it's only halfway filled up i would say maybe a quarter a quarter if i kind of put them all together but we have a new p.o box Uh, if you've been checking the description of the episodes you'll notice that our p.o box has changed Uh, i'll say it out loud here but the cool thing is is i still have the other p.o box so if you if you for some reason want to send something to the other one um, i still check that occasionally and we still have that one until the end of the year. So, P.O. Box 2376, Keller, Texas 76244 is the new P.O. Box number. Um, keen-eared and keen-eyed listeners and viewers will know that 2376 will be the new, maybe temporary max number if we only have sailing come into the game. Um, so, 2277 is no more. 2376 is king. So, P.O. Box 2376, Keller, Texas 76244 that is the new p.o box so send us your postcards send us your um anything i mean if you want us to try a food send it to the p.o box whatever you're gonna have michael
1: try it not me but just to be clear but i'll send oxy a bit of it you know we have i can forward the mail to him
0: Um, listen you sent me a bag of chips like that's I sent you
1: bet If someone sends you, you know, like a frozen pizza, you're not gonna. No, like, send no, it no. Not, you know <laughs> like saying? if you have a local, a local thing that is like,
0: if you have a chip manufacturer that's really good, or if you have a candy bar that's not gonna melt in the in the mail because you're sending it to Texas. By the way, If you have a candy bar that you really like from your country. Send it to us. We'll try it on the show. We'll give you our honest opinion. Anyway, that is gonna do it for the show, guys. Thank you so much if you made it this far. You can follow us on all of our social media. Uh, all of that will be in the description. Um, join our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash XPWaste. Join our Discord, uh, discord.gg slash OSRSTNL. And if you want to buy our merch, the first time neither of us are wearing merch in a long time, uh, it's XPWaste.shop. Hopefully, we'll have some summer uh, updates, maybe a new shirt design with the Patreon logo, that thing that we made for our patrons. So. Stay tuned and look for that shop. Uh, my advice to all of you buy a water bottle and drink some water. Do yourself some good. Happy belated Father's Day to all the fathers out there, and we will see you guys next week.
2: Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.